Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Culture Power Free. I'm going to use a term I don't use often, the term magic. There is something magic about self-identity, about the self-image. The Bible says, let the weak say, I am strong. On the exoteric level, it sounds as if you're being taught to lie. On the esoteric level, however, to understand it, it tells us that whatever you call yourself, you will become. Whatever you believe and see and feel that you are, you will become that. There is a tape that I've got called, Feeling Gets the Blessing. Life is beautiful like Sea Asia. My entrance was independent, but we major. The challenge that's killing me is to balance humility with my ability to stunt like Lee Major. When I was pissing poor, I had a vision board as my screensaver. I envisioned tours on G4s, mink blazers, hopping out with pink gators, unhinging doors like C4, ringing alarms like Tennessee, P more. Had the club going up like seesaws. Abroad, we score so much, no need to keep score. Petite broads who eat raw, greet us at customs, teach us the customs and traditions of foreign soil. Royal dignitaries sending emissaries to meet moors. I know the meek inherit the earth, but I need more. I'm willing to bleed more to reap more. Fuck living on my knees, what I got these feet for? I'm just saying, b-ball is in my culture. I had surgical operations on my vertical, so there's no limit to what I can reach for. Fuck living bending over like Igor. Yeah, I want to teach more and speak more to reach more. Be formed beneath floors, but am I not obligated to teach war? If peace falls by the wayside and the faith dies, when leaders appointed and nominated is only concerned with gay pride, what's the use in having a dream for if you can't achieve yours? Or is it all vanilla sky? At the end of the day, me, myself, and I is the only ones I can speak for. We soar like G4s. Why else we got these wings for? So it's sink or swim the seashore. Get these M's or do we be poor? Why choose the latter? I use the batter to make dough and bread. Nigga, hold your head. Know the ledge converted gold from lead. Then did the show on Ted. I make the claim that the eternal body of man is the imagination. And that 
is God himself. The one we speak of in scripture as Jesus Christ. Now we are told in scripture to examine ourselves to see whether we are holding to the faith. Test yourselves, said Paul. Do you not realize that Jesus Christ is in you? Unless, of course, you fail to meet the test. Now you have just had the test, and you and you alone can judge whether you failed or not. For you heard the word Jesus Christ. You heard the word God. Now if it conveyed the sense of an existent something outside of man, you fail the test. If when you hear the word God, or the word Jesus, or the word Christ, the word Lord, and the mind jumps to something outside of you, outside of man, you fail the test. Now we are told, by him all things were made. And without him was not anything made that was made. And that, I tell you, is your own wonderful human imagination. of a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a percentage and this is the community 
you know what I'm saying? Now they're it's a broad world that we live in. It's very diverse, you know, and there are all kind of amazing people out here. And um, I had an opportunity to sit down with it, you know what I'm saying, at, at what he does. Yes. And his brother laid out just a strategy, you know what I'm saying, um, half a million dollar worth of equipment, you know what I'm saying, movie equipment right in the hood, you know, right underneath people's mm-hmm. nose, man. It's, it's people that are getting things done. You know what I'm saying? Giants in the industry. Feel me? Uh, yes, sir. So, yeah, this brother gave me a glimpse into his world, man. It was just amazing just to realize that any and everything that we really think about can be done. You just need a budget. That's, that's, that's what I always talk about. I'm saying? The only thing stopping you is your budget. Yeah, don't, and, I, don't, and that's, that's even an understatement because, you know, Budgets are restricting people, but they're not necessarily stopping individuals from or creators from creating. People's imaginations don't stop working because there's a you know because you don't have a budget. Where um, some of the things that you know some of the things on the forefront in the community that are receiving a lot of attention, those things are being facilitated. Uh, without budgets, you know, um, most importantly, like YouTube channels, these platforms that these brothers have that are going um, viral, videos are going viral, the uh, audience is growing exponentially and is reaching into uh, corners of the world. You know, I mean, if you want to factor in the cost of the equipment, like the camera and the tripod or the laptop, these are very basic shoestring, you know, budgets that people are using, but they're making they're they're making a lot of uh they're making a lot of strides and they're also, you know, disturbing markets. You know, I mean they're, they're they're making noise, they're going viral, creating a buzz. But I always agree right. with what it is. I don't mm-hmm. I don't want to take nothing away from nobody. You know, I see what's being done out there. I'm I'm privy to the conversation. You know, I was on the boards today. I know what's going on. You know, um, all attention is not good attention, one. Two, talking about production. I'm talking about, you know, making films and making video games and, you know what I'm saying, Mm -hmm. making cutting-edge technology, being ahead of the curve with our creativity. You know, um, what you're talking about is wonderful for getting everybody in the room. Now, what you're going to show them when they're in the room to galvanize them or to spark them is one thing. And we had this conversation on Friday, you know what I'm saying? So let's not backpedal from where we we were initially at. Where we arrived. You feel me? Because, you know, as often, it's like being in the hood, man, and... I remember I had wrote this into one of the the books that I wrote. I don't remember which one, whether it was a script that I didn't get out or one of them books that I ghost wrote. But I I think it was um, Front Street when I was talking about how, you know, you be in the hood and you go in the building and there's so many different smells coming out of these apartments from so many different culinary, uh, you know, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, masterminds, you know, Trini food or, on the third floor, the Jamaican food on the second floor, the Dominicans is cooking on the sixth floor, Haitians is cooking on the eighth floor. 
and your nose is just, you know what I'm saying? It's just slave to aromas. You're like, damn, let me go over. God, shit. Let me, you know what I'm saying? And you just keep moving with whatever the uh, aroma attraction is of the moment. You know what I'm saying? It keeps pulling you in different directions. And I don't want to be that yeah. way with this information. I don't want to be that way with this platform because, quite honestly, that's another reason that I had to step back and take a hiatus, you know, because it has to be a position. It has to be a focus, and it has to be solidified. It's like, yo, if I'm looking to do this, what's your projection? You trying to do it in three months, six months? Is it a short-term goal, you know? And all of this, this shit is inclusive with coming into my 40th fight, that shit got a nigga's brain going in a lot of different mm-hmm. ways. Like, you evaluate everything that you've you done do. in your life. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. it's kind of slowed me down because I'm frozen in a way because it's like I'm stuck like a deer in headlights just looking at everything play itself out, you know, all of the things that we've done over the years, all of the things that I've thought about doing, you know what I'm saying? All of the yeah. failed relationships, all of the you know, the um just things that never materialized, the words that were spoken that were so lofty that just fell flat because there was no follow up either on my part or other people's parts. You know what I'm saying? The transgressions, the things that you let slide that turn into fucking ulcers, you know, all of these things and I'm like, damn, I don't want going into this next chapter of my life, you know, because I'm not even saying this is my midlife, you know, I'm looking at 100, 100 plus, you know, minimum. So this ain't Mm -hmm. even midlife, you know what I'm saying, and it's not a crisis, you feel me? Um, But at the same time, you know, it's like, yo, you got to really evaluate, you know, life is serious, you know what I'm saying, this shit is not Mm -hmm. promised, and I think if anything else, that's what 40 does it really starts reminding you of the fragility, you know what I'm saying, it it re-reminds you you know, when we were 20 we were reminded of the fragility in life because you was always going to funerals and then you get over that bump and you're like, oh I made it, and you're just coasting, you know what I'm saying and these are the years that you're experimenting with life you know what I mean? But when are those things going to become solid? When are you going to chart short-term? When are you going to find something that you want to do, stick to that, and do it, rather than just be attracted by the aromas in the building? You know what I'm saying? When are you going to lock down and just be like, look, I'm going to shut my door and just be content with this fucking peanut butter jelly sandwich that I got? You know? Mm-hmm. And just focus on what I'm doing, sit myself in front of this computer and finish this book, sit myself and finish this, you know, editing this lecture or finish this storyboard for this video or finish this, um, you know, short composition that I want to put together and make a, 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 you know, presentation for this play. You know, all of the things that are being spoken about, you know, and I had an opportunity to look at a plethora of some of your things. You know what I'm saying? I saw about three or four different videos today, you know. And you're a very passionate brother with some great ideas. You know what I'm saying? But at some point, you got to figure out 
what you're going to do in terms of like, yo, I'm submitting my legacy by doing this project in this amount of time, and I ain't going to talk about mm-hmm. nothing else, and then I'm going to jump out and I'm going to do something else, you know? Because it's a lot mm-hmm. of things that's getting out of control out of here, out here, man. And, 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 you know, I like what I'm seeing and I don't like what I'm seeing. You feel me? And I had an opportunity, like I said, today I got a chance to, like, really look, you know, without being a critic. I was just like, yo, you know, let me take a look at some of this stuff. You know, one thing streamed into another, streamed into another. You know what I'm saying? And, um, I, I, you know, I don't know if I'm, like, just going on and on and on, but you know me. I like to talk about the process. You know what I'm saying? When I invite a person into my world and I'm talking about my thought form or my thought patterns, I like giving you an idea where it started at so you can follow mm-hmm. me. You know what I'm saying? I don't like leaving any of these thoughts incomplete where somebody else could come in and try to fill in a, uh, any holes. So um, this just started mainly from frustration from that video in South Carolina. I'm going to keep it 100. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that shit fucked with me, like, for real, for real, for real this time. You feel me? Mm, yeah, like I, I'm, I'm just upset. You know what I'm saying? Like sick to my stomach, upset. Like, like queasy feeling. Like just like, mm-hmm. you know, if, if 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 people can stand on these platforms and talk, if people can, um, feel good about the attention that one receives from being on these platforms. You know what I'm saying? Like, the shit that that entails is real, and I've always said this, you know? Like, this is not for the glamour of attraction. This is not for adoration. You know what I'm saying? This is battle. This is, you know what I'm saying? You ready to put the flag jacket on and get in the foxhole and really go in for your people or for whatever mm-hmm. your concept of freedom, protection of the babies and the ladies is. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And finding out who's your comrades in that struggle and really solidifying that motherfucking war. I'm parting to the family if, you know, my Morris Latin is getting out of control this evening. But, you know, I'm, I'm pouring up raw emotion uh, I'm going to scale back on the expletives, you know what I'm saying, if I'm conscious of them, you know, but if I'm not, I'm just speaking from the heart and it's pouring out. But I do apologize because I know that people listen to this with their children and some people's parents is even listening. But, you know, this is really how I feel that um, all this shit is, is for naught if, 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 if there are, like, if, if if there's just not any sort of responses to these blatant, blatant, blatant levels of disrespect. So I'm not going to spend an hour and two hours keep talking about what niggas in South Carolina ain't doing because as a parent, something's going on in South Carolina. You feel me? Yeah, something. Mm-hmm. Something's going on in South Carolina. 
either the ancestors is really trying to bring your attention to that particular part of the globe or the Negroes in, in that part of the globe are crying out for help. They need some level of redress, you know what I'm saying, or the Black Panthers got to set up a, a permanent office in Charleston or some shit like that, you know what I'm saying? Maybe polite and them got to do it in, in South Carolina, not D.C. right now, you know, because this is where it's needed. This is where all of these infractions keep taking place. And it's the hotbed. If the conversation for slavery has been reignited, then you have awoken something, right, yeah. in South Carolina. Because you're talking about where the foundation of the infraction has taken place. Okay? This is where if if, if, if the soil got picked, then that's the motherfucker. That's where it's at. I mean, we could go to Virginia and Jamestown, all that shit. That's cool. Carolina. Something's going on in South Carolina. You know, just begging for our attention, just begging for something. You know what I'm saying? It's begging for something. And the fact that it's getting nothing but just churning out these cases of abuse that are going global and continuously knocking the black man down, quote unquote, so called. That's out of control. This attack on the Moors, that's out of control. You understand? That conversation with that Asian girl, that's out of control. Without it being a broader discussion, if you're going to attack something and you're going to tackle something, then you tackle it at its base. You know what I'm saying? That opened up the door to a bigger issue in the community, a conversation that we don't seem to be that interested in having. What's Two that? and threefold, huh? What's that? First, there's something extremely suspect about the biggest, baddest dude on the block that gets his feelings hurt by a word, right? That's suspect. Because what you're telling the globe, what you're telling the, the world, is that you have a weak point. You have an Achilles heel. You know what I'm saying? That sticks and stones can break your words, break your bones, and words can potentially hurt you. Okay. Mm. But that within itself, that's one thing. Now, the fact that you know, we know the history of it. Whether that history is questionable, based on we're saying that it came from here or it came from there. You know what I'm saying? We know, and I'm talking to those that use the word, right? Yeah. That there is no endearment between brothers for it to be a term of endearment to begin with. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that's a scapegoat. There's no fucking endearment to begin with. You know what I'm saying? Like, Niggas don't love one another. If you got something that I want, you're going to come and get it by some one means or another. If I slip up, you're going to make sure that I'm dealt with it. There's no love. There's no love. Like Neely Fuller said, you cannot love, you can't even express love in a society with white supremacy 
is on top. There's no expression of love. There is no love. There's no such thing in this society. You can't love. You can't. It's impossible. The full expression of it is not possible with white supremacy on your fucking neck. Okay? So there's no endearment. There's no love. There's only contention. You good as long as you don't step this step over this line. You good as long as you don't hurt my feelings. Yeah. You good as long as you don't acquire something that I don't have, right? What did I tell you? What's the situation? If you need a visual of what the hood is, okay, it's two eight-foot niggas in a four-foot cage, right? At some point, they're going to lash out at one another. And the person that put them in the cage... They across the room with their feet kicked up on the desk, chicken back, just chilling, looking at the niggas in the cage, waiting for them to act animalistic because it's almost guaranteed. It's just a matter of time. That's the condition. You can't avoid it. So it's not love. It's compromise, and it's like, okay, uh, we're going to, you know, get along as long as we can get along. But if a man can't defend his child, does he really love his child? You're going to feed the baby, you're going to raise the baby, you're going to take care of the baby and everything. But if there's an infraction that happens to that baby and you cannot exact justice for that baby, where is the love? Because I love you enough to kill for you. That's love. That's love. That's love. Right? Whoever. Nothing is off the table. If it's love, it's unconditional. Anybody goes. Practice a form of scary love. That shit ain't love. The love is compromise. It's conditional. So... We're not properly addressing the grievances that at some point are now in our hands for us to control, but we still are misappropriating it, you know what I'm saying, and not treating it with the attention or attacking it in the way that it should be, right? The children are running the house, okay? They're giving you all of these symbolisms in your media. Take Empire, for instance, right? Mm-hmm. Okay? They lock the lion up and the cubs run the show. So the headline is locked up, right? The father, the patriarch, and then you got the cubs running the show, running them up. I think you know, that this plot, this season has caught up to itself and the lion has been released or what have you. But initially, I'm saying, you know, that mm-hmm. was the premise. You know what I'm saying? And the Cubs is duking it out and battling for power and everything of that nature. And, you know, <clears throat> so it's the same thing in this society, in this world. You're saying that these people are your subordinates, but they're running the show. These are your children. The parents are inoperable, you know what I'm saying, on many levels. 
So even take it with society, our just our community, right? Where you have the youth and the elders. The elders ain't running shit. The youth, the youth are. Mm-hmm. The youth, the elders is telling me, can you shut up, nigga? We can't use that. Well, shut up, nigga. Get a fucking seat. You know what I'm saying? For somebody to go upside your head. Mm-hmm. Nigga. And that's accepted. You know why? Because there's, there's been nothing done about it. Ain't nobody go upside nobody's head. Ain't nobody tie nobody up. You know what I'm saying? There's been yeah. no effective town hall meeting. There's no been no consensus you know, these rappers play all these games with these leaders and come out with the photo ops and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? And they get right back to nigga shit real quick. Okay? So it's obvious nigga shit runs the map from globe to globe, border to border. So if this is what the accepted norm is on this surface, on this tarmac, then it's exported globally. We already know what this is. This is what we talk about. Is it not? So you get to meet the effects of that, and then you have an adverse response to it? I don't get that. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I'll let you talk at this point because maybe I said too much. Not at all. I'm actually waiting for you to say more. You know. You going in? I'm definitely going in. You know. So, you know, just like I think Brother Larry has been opening up conversations about the use of the word. You know, there's no other word in the English language. No other word in the English language that has garnered this much controversy where people are so offended by a word that they're saying bury it. You know what I'm saying? You need to put it in the casket and bury it. How much power does that give a word if it has so much power over the most supposedly powerful people on the planet? Mm. Let's just talk about bronze and not brains. All right, in this particular case. So, you know, the the people who have amassed the most physical strength and, you know, niggas are six foot four. NBA season started tonight. These niggas dunking and, you know, shooting threes and, you know what I'm saying? Bench pressing yeah. 600 pounds and everything. A word? So this is like going back to Goliath with the stone, Right? A little pebble, just like that little pebble, that little white rock that he hit him with the sling and the slingshot. That's a crack rock. Okay? Mm-hmm. They dropped the giants with the crack rock. You don't get it? So now we got this little word that, you know, continues to pop up and cause so much controversy and contention, you know, and it's not being properly addressed. So I think it's an opportunity of a lifetime, you know, for a teaching moment, shout out to my brother Ken Brisbane. I read one of his comments on your post. You understand? It's opportunity of a lifetime for a teaching moment, if nothing else. Because if, in fact, this word is so offensive and it causes so much contention in the community, 
then somebody has to be responsible enough to say, look, we're not going to use this word, and if we do, this is the penalty. And before I can make that general statement where it's mapping for all of us, let's have a town hall meeting. Let's have a, a broader conversation. You know what I'm saying? Let's bring everybody in. Let's bring the experts in. Let's weigh this out. What does it mean to us as a people? You know what I'm saying? If we keep getting stuck up in this 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 conversation about a word. A word be. So you know. I'm gonna leave it at that. I think I said enough. Something interesting. I had a conversation about it yesterday. And, you know, I discovered some of the hypocrisies that, you know, are necessarily being used to make that word, you know, appear other than what it's not. Right? You said what now? I'm saying this. If a person calls you a, and I, I'm not talking to you personally, but if a person calls someone a faggot, a group of people faggots, you faggots, right? Or no, you're homos. They call a group of people homo, homo, homo. So then these group of people are being called homo. So they take the word homo and then start calling each other homo. Like, yo, what up, my homo? Ain't nothing homo. What's really good, homo? Ain't nothing. And then you're like, yo, you're calling yourself the same thing that these people called you to talk down to you? They're like, nah, nigga. We mean homo sapien. They're talking about homo We just, we flip the word. We, when we say it's a term of endearment, we're talking about homo, you know, homo physicus and everything. We're not mean. But then the people that's calling these people homosexuals, they'll look at them and be like, okay, whatever you say. If that's what you need in order to, you know, justify yourselves, calling yourselves that, then, you know, yeah, that's what it is. And that's almost the same thing with us saying, yeah, nah, we, we talking about nigga with the A, man, with the A. Like, nigga, like, my nigga. Not not the nigga that they're saying. You know, we're just going to keep saying the word. We're just going to keep calling each other that. But we mean nigga with the A, though. You know? Like 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 the kings, you know, like the niggoose, like the nah, God, just take your vowels out. It's all the same, bro. And <laughs> crackers is like, they're laughing and giggling like, uh, okay, that's what y'all came up with? These are some imagine these are some imaginative Negroes out here. Like they're telling each other, like, yo, these motherfuckers have some real good imagination. Like they're really creating a, a new uh a new um alter ego almost to hide behind because they don't want to accept the fact that we're calling them really like, yeah, I'm really calling you nigger. And I really put that label on you and I put that inferior tag on you. There was a time where they never had to address you as nigger, like that lady from France of a Japan nationality felt that, look, around the world, we're calling y'all niggers because that's who you came to us at. There was a time when we had to call y'all moors. There was a time when we had to call y'all comedic empires. There was a time when we had to call you something other than the word or the term, you know, 
nigga, because nigga is a mind state. Nigga, you know what I'm saying? Nigga is a mind state. Nigga is a frequency. You know, nigga is like a program. It's a virus. You feel me? And we, we, we yeah. do have to remember that there were a new people I mean, according uh-huh. according to the social engineers and according to the, the, the you know, the eugenic scientists who came out in the 1800s with their, you know, research and whatnot, they were saying that a new race was created in those sex labs or those sex farms and things of that nature when they began to mix different <laughs> tribes that were not known for mixing before. Absolutely. You dig what I'm saying? These are these were different bloodlines that were traditionally traditionally separated from one another from mixing with one another or you're talking about the mixture of some royal bloodlines, some powerful, you know, powerful bloodlines and mixing that bloodline with a with a stock or a bloodline that was of such an inferior, you know, or recessive you know what I mean? As as the people of the family says, the recessive, you know, and just such inferior stock. So now, the creation of mixing all of these different nations and tribes and whatnot together, and then you re you rename them, you relabel them. You know what I'm saying? You were almost saying that we are creating a new species of the African called the African American, or before that, the colored or the Negro, you know, and um, they've attributed culture to that person. His 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 uh, point of, according to them, his point of origin, his creation myth is, sla- is, is based on slavery or chattel slavery for that matter. You get what I'm saying? It's, it, 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 it's creation myth starts there. That's how they start a niggas out, like right there. That's why they're not telling them any history about anything past that because they're speaking about this new race of people, this new this new strain, this new uh genetic pool that that was birthed on the shores of America, North America. You know what I mean? Bobby talks about it, Phil touches on it. Um there are many scholars, not many. Let me refer let me go back. Not many. AA touches on it, you know. You touched on it on many occasions, Blue. You know what I'm saying? So uh-huh. it's interesting. So this conversation about what are yeah, we going to call yet. ourselves, what are we going to define ourselves? We can't be niggas anymore, okay? If 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 if, if you know, we can't be niggas anymore. We can't be African Americans anymore. We can't be Negroes anymore. We can't be colored anymore. We can't be just black anymore. There has to be something that's going to define not just all of us or, you know, a, a, a group of us that are operating in a certain capacity that represent a certain um, history, that represent a certain creed for that matter. And I think that... And it's um, not going to be nigger with the A. Yeah, I think that it's, it's, it's very, it was very telling that 
this particular conversation landed in Brother Reggie's lap, okay? Mm-hmm. You know, with all of the conversation being centered around the Moors and, and the identity, yes. you know, issue and what one calls themselves and the antiquity of the malls and things of that nature. Um, again, I've asked you, I've asked Sarnetta, and I think that I, you know, at this point i got to ask the brother himself or maybe just listen to um, his presentation and his lecture because I don't, I don't know what the gist of conversation is per se. I only heard bits and pieces. So I don't know what it is that he's asking or what point that he's trying to make. Um, but I think that it probably is probably the appropriate time to have that conversation and to stretch it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm seeing, I'm seeing a lot of the Moors respond online, you know, and they are uh, upset, you know what I'm saying? And, they're they're speaking in codes, you know, about uh, Moors and brothers that hang out with the House of Knowledge or the HOK. I don't know if they're talking about you or what have yeah. you, you know. But brothers are upset that there's attacks being made on the integrity of the Moors and what have you. Um, but I'm just like, you know, if the brother's posing a question, why not just answer it? You know what I'm saying? That's, if he's posing exactly a challenge, right. why not just accept it? Why not step to the plate and defend the creed? This is what you're going to be experiencing from the larger society anyway. Anyway. So it seems like a uh, a wonderful opportunity for the family to deal with identity, period. Because, in fact, we should be talking about blood lineage. We should be talking about the fact that, yes, they manufactured a new stock of being in those slave farms. Family, just like I asked you on several occasions, what you think a Dominican is? What you think a Puerto Rican is? These people did not exist 500 years ago. These are new stocks of beings on this planet that came about through the slave, through, through 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 the mixing of, you know what I'm saying, through the rape of the indigenous by way of their colonizer, all right? And that's a control strain because they killed the majority of the Taino and the Arawak and everything out. So yep. what they did keep, they continually, continuously was uh, breeding them into existence, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. There, if, if 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 the quote unquote slavery story is one to be accepted as it's told here in the Americas or in North America per se, all right, if you're gonna accept that narrative, then that story goes along with that narrative as well. There were breeding farms here, all right, where there were selective stocks that were pulled aside for breeding. Oh, you're gonna breed with her. 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 That child is gonna breed with this child. So it was systematic. You know what I'm saying? It mm-hmm. was systematic. And like the brother said, they was cross-breeding tribes that normally would not breed, okay? So there is specific things that are integral 
to one stock that were not normally crossed, all right? So we're talking not only bloodlines, but also, you know, they will look at somebody for their phenotypes, and they'd be like, those two can't breed. But all of that took place, you know, and what has emerged is a new being, all right? And I've spoken of it several times. My father has indoctrinated me into this information as well to say, look, my father is interested in African-American history, okay, from the slave period to now. The new Negro, whatever you want to call it, whatever skin you want to put on it, you feel me? That's what he advocates, okay? The nigga that came about and made jazz, you know? And and in and, and the sense of me using that word, I'm using it because, like I said, these were hodgepodges of, you know, bloodlines that were just thrown together, all right? And who knows what was going to come out of it. So he highlights the genius that came out of it, all right? Michael Jordans and, the, you know, the Mike Tysons and the Jack Johnsons of the world, you know what I'm saying? Us, the Oprahs, you know what I'm saying? The celebrated aspects of who and what we are that came through that experimentation. But this is a new stock of beings. Yes, we have several traces of, you know, that the, the tie us into the linear aspect, you know, the, 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 the lineage of, you know, our diasporic experiences and what have you. But you can't exclude and say, look, I'm going to totally ignore the European that's in that blood. I'm going to totally ignore this that's in that blood or that that's in that blood. So, again, we have this situation where, you know, everybody's not the same. You know what I'm saying? And that's not taking anything away from anyone. That's just saying, like, yo, you know, we often have, when we have these conversations about who we are as a people, it comes out where, we talk about ourselves as if we're just monolithic. We're not monolithic beings. You know what I'm saying? Everyone does not have the same story. Everyone does not have the same history, even though nowadays because of nationality movements and things of that nature, even with the Moors, I got questions now because I've been listening to the conversation. All right? Yeah. That's a hell of a way to just throw everything together and just say it's an empire and we all related and we all one and this is what we was called. No. Can't be. Never was a time. You know, nope. like Larry said, there was never unity, ever. Never been a time when we've been unified as a people as a whole. All right? It was tribalism. So what's your tribe? And if you got four tribes in you, how are you going to tie yourself back to one distinctively and say, that's what I'm riding with? But it's your universal right to declare your nationality. That can't be taken away from you. These Negroes that are standing out here questioning nationality have no clue about nationality. What are they nationality? They're going to tell you black? We already know where that's headed. We already know where that conversation is headed. So we at the bottom of the motherfucking barrel right now. We so far behind on the board. I'm like, yo, this shit is crazy, man. 
these niggas is crazy. That's my conclusion. And the mm-hmm. only conversation that can be had at this point is, can we uncrazy ourselves? Or are we going to get more crazy? You can't dispute the fact that we fucking crazy. Okay? And I'm no different. I'm crazy as they come. Mm-hmm. So, that's what I, I've been forced to look at just by, you know, all of these different streams just, you know what I'm saying, just streaming through this uh, this one circuitry that I call my brain, and I'm just putting the pieces together. You feel me? Yes, sir. It's a stream of consciousness, a narrative. I mean, it's, it's, you know? it's plenty of narratives, and they all are converging. You know what I'm saying on on one thing, but you got to find out for yourself. You got to figure out what that one thing is. I have identified what it is. I'm not gonna speak about it on the radio, Indeed. but I've identified enough to focus on it to be like, mm, that's the converging point. I see it. You know what I'm saying. I see it for what it is. You know, but I'm only concerned. You know what I'm saying with opening up dialogue and conversation. And if any of these conversations are going to go the way that these comment boards go, then I don't have no time for that type of conversation. Because I'm like, what stock do those people come from? You feel me? What's going Hmm. on with people's emotions where they're so offended by something that somebody else does that they don't even know? They don't know. They get into that place. Where they gotta disrespect everything about that person, you know what I'm saying? Like, what the hell is the internet created? And all the people ain't agents. I don't even they think they're gonna put in the work no more. They just sitting back looking, like, well, god Word. damn, shit. Like, let me just screenshot this so I can get a check. So my superiors think that this is what I started, but I don't even think they gotta go in like that no more. They just the virus is already viral. You know what I'm saying? People are dealing mm-hmm. with a level of self-hate that is just very transparent. You know what I'm saying? Because if your first reaction and your first response to somebody that you don't know is a very vindictive one, then you are dealing with a level of self-hate. Well, Bottom line. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you talk about this. Mm-hmm. Because your first move when engaging someone, even if it's in warfare, the first move is diplomacy. The last stage is warfare. Is should I say is all out as physical as war? Okay, but you just see people implementing warfare or war for that matter, immediately, you know, fuck you, everything that you stand for, go to hell, you piece of shit, you know, come suck, yeah, come get, you know, just, I'm like, God damn. Going right what to it, yeah, they're going today. right to yeah, it. Yeah, they're going right to it. And then the reverse happens because eight times out of ten, when that person sees their assailant in real life, it's like, oh, what up, my G? It's popping. 
or they walk up to you and they give you a pound, and then they just stand there mad quiet and look at you, and you're like, yo, the shirts are 30, the hoodies are 40, who's popping, who's shopping, who's shopping, who's shopping? They're like, yo, I just want to make a confession, God. You're like, what's good, Lord? What's up? What's good? Um, that was me in the chat room last week. Uh, <laughs> you know, weird shit. So this whole antisocial, introverted people who might ne- might necessarily be sociopathic in their in their demeanor, their behavior, it's all kind of very uh, variables that are at play when you're dealing with this whole social media, you know, um, uh, cyber bullying and things of that nature. Cyber warfare is what I call it, you know. Low trolling, level, you know, warfare. all of that yeah. stuff. These are, these are actually psyop tactics that are being utilized, yeah. you know, Low in level. part. So Low you can't, you right. can't necessarily it's... remove the hand of uh, malicious or... And um, antagonistic forces at play, but whether it's done through the government or whether it's done through some people, there's still a force that's behind all of that. Like, let's talk about the force, not the agencies, not that bottom tier shit. What's the force that's pushing them? Other people, cool people, uh, haters, you know, people to operate. What is the force that's behind it? So it's not necessarily the individual. It's usually the spirit that we're talking about. The, the force, because that's the shit that's running wild out here. It's, it's, it's like the uh, it's like that 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 movie Falling with Denzel when it was jumping through people. There'd it, be forces at play. The force, but the force awakens. Huh. Yeah, the force awakens. You know, um, somebody put me on to something the other day. Shout out to her. I'm trying to think what was the name of the joint. It's an entity. Um, you know, basically, what, what, while I think of what the name is, it's an it's an ethereal attachment. You know what I'm saying? And these are okay. lower, yeah. These are lower forms of energy, mal- malefic forms of energy. Anyone that can read aura can see that a lot of people are carrying with them. And implants, they're called implants, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. there are a lot of different ways for these energies to attach themselves to your aura, you know, through depression, through, um, you know, you just copping out and being a bitch-ass nigga and giving up and, you know, just allowing these things to come something in. Like, yeah, you know to me? mount you. Um, yeah, something to mount you. You know, you getting sloppy in the bar one night you know, not knowing that you just opened yourself up to whatever. And these are the places where they're heavily populated. When we talk about our experiences in the clubs when we were promoters, you know, and the fact that, you know, we knew that these were very um, vampirical settings where there was a lot of feasting going on, you know, for people that were unbeknownst, unbeknownst to them that they were being feasted on by very low-level demonic spirits that were in those in, in those venues. In the venues. Because mm-hmm. when you're defocalized, you know what I'm saying, and I would be in a, at a vantage point sometime where I could see everything that's going on in the club, you know what I'm saying, and I'm in the cut just observing, 
and I seen what was going on. You know what I mean? I seen what was going on. I seen the witches in the wallocks up in there. No, let's take it, take, bring it back, bring it back. Remember the limelight. Keep in mind, right? Remember, mm-hmm. people started going to limelight, right? And then remember, that energy was at the tunnel. But the limelight in the tunnel was owned by Peter Gation and whatnot. And, and that whole circle, Jessica, Peter Gation, the, the ritual that you see in Belly when they go up in there and clap up Jessica, they had their whole thing going. And, 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 you know, that energy was dealing with, that was that was the underworld energy because there was, remember, he had the cases popping up on him. There was bodies and all of that. Yeah, this is this is when ecstasy really made, you know, his visibility on a club suit, on a club scene. This was through Peter Gation, you know, the king of the clubs is what they called him. He was the one eye bandit. Yeah, the one eye bandit, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, he got ran out of the States. They ran him into Toronto. And he started, you know, the, the, the raves and everything up there. You feel me? But when them folks was on the scene, you know, these it was it was vamps. This was vampire shit. So it's it's no surprise to me that even the whole vamp life movement and all of that is coming out of the night scene right here in New York City because it's very you know, it's 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 feeding grounds. For lower energy, you know what I mean. Yeah. Sort of walking around with these implants, you know, with this lower energy, you know what I'm saying. And I, I could only imagine how many other ways that they have of entering one's auric field or coming into, you know what I'm saying, a person's field and um, you know, dominating that particular reality because we can see the evidence of it. You know what I mean. The acrimonious nature of conversations and communications it's just like toxic it's super toxic you feel me and um you know we ain't even gonna talk and add on about diet and what the FDA mm-hmm. rules have found and everything and you know no, you just, gotta uh, for record keeping purposes you gotta talk about the report the, both reports that came out this week Okay. Um, Just as verifications of the work that you do, because yeah, your last lecture, you went into detail of the work about that, that I did, and, and the last lecture that I did, you know what I'm saying? I don't like talking that much about things that I do. I, unfortunately, I spend a lot of time talking about things that other people do and promoting their shit. But anyway, we did an, uh, an event in Brooklyn called a Family Affair where I had the... Uh, Esteemed opportunity to share the platform with the brother Red Pill, KT the Arts Degree, and Mama Pill. And we did a phenomenal lecture. Everybody, um, you know, spoke on their thing. You know what I'm saying? We had multiple lanes flowing through that venue. Nobody was crashing into one another. Everyone stayed in their lane. My lane was health and fitness, you know. And I spoke in depth about diet. You know, I brought all this the statistics for forth. And um while Black Lives Matter has galvanized a movement around the police killing our children, I put the figures up and I showed them what was really killing our people. Period. You know what I'm saying? And heart disease was the number one thing. 
cancer, you know, diabetes, all right? All of these things were related to what we're putting in our mouths, the food, okay? So I laid that out. I laid all of the figures out. I showed how much tonnage of beef is being killed a year. I spoke about cowspiracy, you know what I'm saying, how um, the rampant overproduction of uh, meat consumption on the planet is actually killing the planet, how this planet is one big farm. It's not even no longer, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's not a planet that, is catering to housing people. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a planet that's catered to feeding people, okay, and housing animals for that feed. I spoke about the methane and everything of that nature. So just earlier this week, uh, the scientific community has released their latest findings going against the beef industry and the meat industry to me, which was astounding. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sure... We're going to find another few scientists popping up dead very shortly. Um, it's 11-11, too. Shout out to 11-11, that and Glorious. We don't have the um, meditation music uploaded anymore. Block Talk wiped our records out, so I, I got to get my hands on that. Uh, so until then, keep the meditation in your hearts and your minds, you know what I'm saying? Yes, um, but yeah. I mean, we could play some music. Nah, if it's not meditation music, it don't make no sense. Um, okay. Yeah, that, that music's coming back, though, fam. Yeah, it's coming back. Just like the theme music, all of that's coming back. Yeah, so FDA, or I mean not the FDA, the scientific community has put out the information. You know, I'm sure uh, not to the delight of the FDA, you know what I'm saying, where they're saying that uh, beef, hot dogs, and bacon, and things of that nature are cancer-causing foods. You know what I'm saying? They finally cut the BS and just told us what we already knew. You know what I'm saying? That these foods are highly likely to uh, lead you down the road to cancer and things of that nature. So these foods for the most part, I'm guessing, should be avoided or definitely downgraded in terms of the consumption, okay? Um, am I leaving anything out? No, I think you touched it. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, this is mainstream. This is not the uh, underground natural news uh, this ain't come from the, the natural news feed. This is definitely mainstream media news at this point. You could just put it into oh, now Google and find it yourself. Yeah, it's trending. Mm-hmm. It's definitely trending. Um, yeah, and see what they're saying. See for yourself, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I think that whatever they're saying is at least two or three times worse than that if they're saying it. You know, just like I would imagine... It's probably going to be a year or a year and a half from now where they're going to finally tell you something, albeit very small. They're going to tell you something about Fukushima. You know what I'm saying? They're going to tell you something about seafood. It's going to be very small. They're going to give you a smidgen of information, you know, and it's probably 100 times worse than that. But they ain't going to hold it back. <clears throat> very soon they're going to let you know. And, um, yeah, you know, that's where we at with that. So, Shout out KT to Arch Degree. Check that program that he did out on 
Do the Knowledge Radio. Our brother Do the Knowledge out there on the West Coast. Shout out to you. Salute my brother. KT did his yeah, thing on that KT. program this past Sunday. <clears throat> um, KT's all over the place. You know what I'm saying? I he's doing something tonight. Yeah, he's doing something tonight. Uh, I've yeah. seen his video where he was in D.C. with Polite Inky. You know, that's the trifecta right there. That was crazy. Yeah. You know, um, so, yeah, he, he hammered it. That D.C. lecture, you know, he definitely made his case for why we should be focusing on a plant-based diet. You know what I mean? Yes, he did. He, 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 did. he, he made an extraordinary case. I've never heard anybody make it that plain but make it so scientific at the same time. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So check your brother out, KT the Arch Degree, you know, on various different channels, spewing that information. Um, yeah. Shout out to uh, the minister. He also got it in. Very, I was very impressed with his delivery at that presentation. Yeah. Definitely upstairs. Mm-hmm. You know? So, yeah, you know, so, I mean, you know, that's where we at as a people. And what I'm kind of irked about is that if no other time in our society, if no other time in um, our trajectory, our history as a people, like, people are in need of leadership. You know what I'm saying? That people are in need of, you know, people that they can trust that are actually bringing information to them that is calculated first and it's, um, you know, the thought process that goes into preparing information. It's just like if you're cooking for the president, you know what I'm saying, if you're a chef and this is your main meal, like, damn, this is the shit that's probably going to get me the New York Times review that I need that's really going to put me in a position to catapult my career. It's the same thing with this information. Like, you really want to give the people – the most proper food, you know what I'm saying? You really want to give them that food that's going to sustain them and they're going to be able to grow from. So these are shining moments. You know, this is post or else. You feel me? This is post or else. You know what I mean? In that situation in South Carolina, that screams for or else? Or else? Or else. Or else? For real? No, it's business as usual, nigga. Right? Did I say that with endearment? Motherfucker. <laughs> I know they got words in English to mean mad different things, man, but... <laughs> no. If I call you a bitch-ass nigga, that's because I'm calling you a bitch-ass... That's not a term of endearment. I don't see how a nigga could be any different. You know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, this is a time that uh, people really can use some strong leadership. You know what I'm saying? This is a time that people can really get with, um, you know, just, just some direction. You feel me? And I just don't know how serious people are taking their position of 
purported leadership, you know what I'm saying, because you just can't put that on everybody. Some people won't accept it, you know what I'm saying? Some people don't want it, but they're still being mm-hmm. looked at. And I want to say, of course, in defense of my brother, um, Sarnetta, nothing that I'm saying about this conversation is going against what I felt was necessary for him to do because he's right. He had to defend the baby, okay? He had to defend the baby. Had to. All right? He had to. He's not wrong for that. All I'm saying is that it allows opportunity for a broader conversation to take place on the fact that what do I, what do I, what's my catchphrase? What do I always say? People are only going to shit what you feed them. Okay? What do you always say? The number one export in this country is the black diamonds. The black diamonds in this country are entertainment figures, mm-hmm. whether they be sports figures or entertainers, quote-unquote, you know, the rappers, the singers, you know what I'm saying, your Beyonce's of the world, all right? So I'm looking at all these fucking pictures of Huggy and Lighter, every picture, all right? That shit has reverberating effects globally on the self-identity of melanated women. Mm-hmm. Whitening cream industry is a $4 billion industry. I had no idea. Yes, I had no idea. I had no idea. I'm looking at Rihanna. I'm looking at Beyonce. And granted, you know, this is not about being either one, the thought police, or somebody, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, uh, um, somebody's uh, personal uh, concierge police. You know what I'm saying? Like, everyone came to this planet on their own. You know, they passed through the birth canal. They came here on their own. Even twins, like KG said, we came here, you know, separately. We didn't come through the canal together. You know what I'm saying? And when we leave here, we're going to leave separately. Right? Mm -hmm. And you came here with a mandate that you probably were pre-programmed and predestined for something, but you can take whatever road you want and do whatever you want with your life. That's what makes this life such a great opportunity for the spirit that, you know, comes down to experience it. How she chooses to go about what it is that she wants to do with her self-identity, you know, how she chooses to express her beauty is ultimately on her, you know what I'm saying? And no one collectively has any right to quote-unquote judge, but, right, we're all still in the audience, you feel me? We're all still in the audience. And we're watching what's taking place. And it would be remiss of us to say, look, this doesn't have an effect across the globe because it does, and we can see what those effects are. All right? We can see what those effects are. So, you know, because these are touchy topics, women don't want you to talk about what are standards of beauty, especially for quote-unquote black women. That's a hot-button topic, you know what I'm saying? That's almost a no-no, you know? Some places get highlanded for that. (laughs) 
So you got to walk very carefully when you're dealing with that topic, granted. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But this issue about our identity in regards to what we identify and call ourselves globally and the energy that these words carry, okay, yeah. that's a conversation that we can't avoid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. We are willful participants in our own demise if we're saying that this word is as weighty as it is and it carries as much negative connotations as it does. Either it does or it doesn't. It's the most magical fucking word in existence. You understand? Because one minute it does, one minute it doesn't. It's good for this, but it's not good for that. I can't think of any other word that has these juxtaposing, um, you know, realities in it. You know what I'm saying? It carries so much uh, dimensionality in it. You know what I'm saying? It's so fucking dull. You should branch off and have a intellectual discourse on it where we are able to reason, you know what I'm saying, and use our higher judgment, right, once we're able to discern, look, if we can just for a moment keep it real with ourselves to say, okay, they say that this is what it means, but we know this is what it means. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We say that we so tough, we so big, we so bad, but we get bothered by this word. You know, only we can say it and you can't. Like, is that realistic? You sound like a baby. Again, you know, I've said it on the program before. And anything that I'm saying and speaking to the family, I'm also speaking to myself. You know what I'm saying? There's a need and a necessity for us to travel more, get out of this country and travel abroad and really see what this world is like. See who you are on the outside, okay, of this world. All right? You can't get it out of book or out the movies. We need to globalize our conversation. It's the same thing that I was talking about when I was talking about Farrakhan and who he chose to put on that rostrum. And what we were told when we went to the U.N., they said, you need to globalize your issues. Your issues are too localized. You're only on 125th. You're speaking for people that are just in this country. It's a big fucking world out there. And everyone is dealing with some sort of degree, right, of antagonism at the hands of this oppressor. So there's nothing that you've experienced that's unique to this planet. Some people got it worse, believe it or not. Hmm. And they're overcoming those issues, and they're fighting back. And they're not just tweeting about it. They ain't doing it with Twitter fingers. At the UN, they want to put us on the youth council. And the UN, the youth is anyone under 40. You know what I'm saying? It was like, look, you got to meet people from Pakistan. You got to meet 
Palestinians. You got to meet people from Angola. You got to meet, you know what I'm saying, people from Senegal. You got to meet people from wherever. You got to meet your Mexican brethren. You got to, you know what I'm saying? The struggle is global. Yeah, some people might be doing better than others in the fight, but you can stand Mm -hmm. and learn something from them. And you need allies. You need allies. You need your allies. So, again, and I've said it before and I'm going to say it again, what is the strategy? You know what I'm saying? What's the end goal? What's the end game? You know, what does liberation look like to the quote-unquote conscious community? What are you in this for? Hmm? What you asking me personally? Nah, it's rhetorical at this particular point because Mm -hmm. these are things that we got to talk about as the perceived quote-unquote leadership behind closed doors. And then you come out with a mandate for the people, right? And whoever diverts from that mandate, you got to handle that as a unit. They got to get adjusted. If this is the mandate, this is what we stand on, this is what we die on. That's how we're going to push the ball forward, you know what I'm saying? So we can stop being all over the place. You know? I'm totally with that. That's that's government. Because it's like if 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 it's all of the banging, the the what they call that, um, intracide or fratricide. I think fratricide is yeah, killing the king or what have you. But you know, all of the inner warfare between the circles and the camps. I want to bang on the Moors. I want to bang on Kevin. I want to bang on the Hebrews. Uh, you sharpening your sword to go really deal with what you got to deal with? Is that it? Or is it the close proximity that I was talking about? You got two eight-foot niggas in a four-foot cage, and they just going to, at some point, you know what I'm saying, someone's going to offend the other person for bumping into them, and they're going to start scrapping. So the close proximity to one another, because everyone's in the box, in the same box, it's just like a matter of time before they start, you know what I'm saying, going at each other and shooting it out. We're like, who's next? The motherfucking Nag- Nagabengia. Like, come on. <laughs> so, it's, it's, it's all of these conversations and all of this being, this, this all of this warm up, you know what I'm saying? For the real motherfucking conflict, for for the real questions to be asked, you know what I'm saying? What are we looking to get out of this? What does success look like? What does achievement look like? What's the end game? Because to me, it, it can't be another, it can't be another cycle. It's just lectures and debates and everything. I'm not saying nothing about them shits. I'm just saying, for me. Been here since 2000 looking at this shit. It's 2015. We're going into 2016. We could have done a lot more and gone a lot further if we had a unified goal and objective as to where we were going. The Hebrews is waiting on your shower. I get it. 
at least they got something that, you know what I'm saying, is fixed in terms of, look, this is where we're looking at and this is what we're looking for. That's still a goal and objective, whether it's tangible or not. Is the commissions waiting for another pyramid to be built? Are they waiting for Akhenaten to come back? You know what I'm saying? Are we going to be erecting another attacking? You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what is the advancement? Like, what does it look like? Are you waiting on percentages of people to be converted into this information on this landmass? How are you going to culturally express yourself in a society that also has a Greco-Roman Egyptian expression, okay, and they shit is working. That's what they run the world with. Hmm. It ain't just Greco-Roman. It's Egyptian. It's, 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 you know, shout out to Tony Browder and his now on the Potomac Bar. If you, you know, have not been on that particular trip and you think that these people have not used the, your ancestors' blueprint to build this thing in terms of architecture-wise? No, they channeling that from the times of Ptolemy. They're running with that. Right. They ain't put that up. That shit works for them. That shit works. It works for them. That's why they're laughing at you when you, you're talking about you got the knowledge and what have you, but you don't have the priesthood, you don't got the craft, you don't have no, no edifices, you don't have nothing erected. You can't count today's shit. You can't say that they didn't, that the magic ain't working in their shit. You can't say that. Even if that's your seal on a dollar, nigga. Hmm. You ain't attracting, you know, you ain't calling upon, you haven't figured out the uh, coom by coom, uh, uh, you know what I'm saying, trigger word to make the motherfucking dollar start running towards you. Yeah, these conversations definitely are, you know, the time is now, you know, the time is definitely now to have these conversations on Again, a very yeah. large scale. For the Pan-Africanists. Hold on, let me and finish. Hmm? While I'm at it. For the Pan-Africanists. No disrespect. Is there a target date that we're going to move a body of people from one landmass to the other? Are we going to do it on boats? Are we going to do it on planes? You know, are we uh, are we 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 waiting on we waiting on land bridge to be built? Like, hmm. what is the goal? What is the end game? What is the objective? You know what I'm saying? I just see mm-hmm. a lot of people wallowing in the mud. Sinking in quicksand Talking about another continent away And you're sinking in the land On this landmass. You're slowly sinking You're in the mud 
is the goal to create a little Africa over here? Are we going to lock down some land? Because, you know, Farrakhan is still saying get land over here. Is this the promised land? Is this New Jerusalem? Is this Mecca? Is this what we're going to call home for the next 500 years? People got babies. Like, how are you supposed to be raising your child and orientating them to, to focus their minds where? <laughs> how many people been to Africa for a month? Hmm. Do we got to get shots when we go over there? Vaccines? Are there herbs that we can take? Sabi, did you take shots when you went over there? These are questions that we have to ask. Some niggas waiting on the mothership. That's a whole other conversation, and there's nothing against them. At this point, Blue, because we are in this, we are we are in an accelerator, right? You gave I give a definition of what an accelerator is, but this community, in my humble opinion, is um, an accelerator program, and we're accelerating at a, you know things are moving at a fast pace, and we just get into that point where, you know. A lot of the different organizations, I don't care what name they call themselves, it's just getting to a a level that they have to be able to produce, you know, that application of that information, you know, or the application of the formula, it's a winning formula. It could be utilized and applied and licensed to other organizations or individuals or teams to begin to, uh, you know, play the game as well. You know, you know, what works, what doesn't work, what's applicable, what's not applicable, you know, and that's what I'm saying come forth. So, for that, you know, anybody who... When you when you see it from that angle, and you have solutions, and you have apps or applications or formulas that are proven to work, and you go and play chess, put it on a table, you make your move, put it, you know what I mean, put it into play. This is an era of show and prove. There's a, a huge student body who are learning at an accelerated rate. They're part of a quickening. They're learning at a very fast rate. They're picking things up um, at light speed band there. And they, they, they want to see. They are visionaries as well. You know what I mean? They want to they see what it is that's being accomplished and what's being done and what's being materialized and the resources that are available and the power of, you know, uh, I would say the power of um, uh, uh, economics at play. You know, so 
it's just time to show and prove. Well, let me tell you something. And, and everything is going visual. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you some of the economics I play. I was in Brownsville the other day. Okay? Yeah. I walked through the Ville. At least 20 blocks. Maybe block on any block. All right? Yes, sir. I walked about a, about a mile through the Ville. First of all, one of the most peaceful neighborhoods I've been in, period. Mm. All melanated, okay? Yeah. Super peaceful. Majority homes, you know, homeowners and everything, they they did a lot of new building back there. Man, there's an accelerated, accelerated building bonanza going on. Like, everywhere I turn, it's just construction going on. Like, they build up everywhere. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I've seen mad, you know, available lots, but they're building everywhere. Everywhere in the city they're building. There's a housing boom going on. In the midst of uh, a recession and and the market is about to crash again and the homelessness rate is is at an all-time high. Skyrocketed. But somebody's touching that fatty. That fatty wop. Because they are building like the shit is going out of style out here. They sure they are. The world is in warp speed moving at an accelerated rate. Okay? The community needs to gauge are they keeping pace? And what will it take to keep keep up or catch up? Or are they going the other way? Okay? Mm. Are they going the other way? Are they going are they choosing analog over digital? And do they think that shit's going to work? Because they're saying, hey, you know, the solar flare is about to knock the systems out, so we're going to go back to analog anyway. They might be on to something. They might be on to something. You know what I'm saying? Community gardening, yeah. you know, growing your own food. Is That's analog. That's analog. Farming, that's analog. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Aquaponic, hydronics, and shit. That's digital, maybe. You know what I'm saying? GMOs, that's digital. You know, growing food in the lab, that's digital. Mm-hmm. Urban farming, permaculture, that's analog. You know what I'm saying? Um, like King Noble living in the forest, that's analog. Mm-hmm. He might be on to something. I don't know. Only time can tell. Community. Is that collectively where things are headed? Is that what the focus is? Are we embracing that trajectory even if it's going backwards? And what's the narrative that we're developing around that to sell it to the people in the congregation? Oh, we just comfortable saying, look, it's a slippery slope. You know what I'm saying? Either you're going to all slide with us or you're going to jump off. We're just asking a lot for somebody who has family, career, you know what I'm saying? 
Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, man, some of the most stable, industrious people that I'm fucking meeting out here, uh, they go to church. They pay their taxes. You know what I'm saying? But they have happy family life. They're not argumentative with their women. Their children are happy. You know what I'm saying? Their mortgage is paid. And they have flourishing fucking businesses. They are living lovely in this shit. And they got Christ in their life. Indeed. Talk about it. And the majority of the ones that I'm meeting have worked or have some sort of affiliation with the government. The government has employed them. They, you know, have some sort of intelligence clearance in, in, in the armed forces. Or intel- you know what I mean? Like some way or somehow they've interfaced somehow. You know what I mean? The government is tapping the best of us. You know, these are the resources that the community is missing out on because the shit is so marginalized and so small. I don't want to deal with this people. 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 Oh, you got this type of woman. I don't want to deal with you. You know what I'm saying? Or you got a motherfucker yeah. on your nose? Nah, that's no good. You know what I'm saying? Or you got diamonds on your nail tips? Mm-mm. That ain't going to work either. Or you got perm in your hair? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Or you got a big belly? Nah, chill. Like, it's so fractionalized until you're left with a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a fraction. You feel me? Yeah. So I want to know what zero 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 point one zero percent of these niggas is going to do. Or we wasting our time. Because I refuse to be on the wrong side That's of history. Talk. Yeah, in my conversation as well. Where if we keep talking about the future, but every time somebody opens their mouth, you think that we was in the back of a church, like we freedom riders and shit in the deep south in in the in the mid sixties. That's what this shit sound like. And we're going back to that. This marginalized, scary existence where, you know what I mean, it's like you're a fucking germaphobe. You just can't touch nothing dealing with the outside world. Because everyone got a disease. Everyone is so bad. You know what I mean? But we haven't figured out yet what the fuck makes us so good. Mm. What is it? What differentiates us from everybody else, this quote-unquote conscious community? What is it? What we got that's so special? Everybody else away. No one else can participate. No one else can contribute. That's all. I mean, I'm just asking questions, you know what I'm saying? No harm in that, right? No, indeed. Mm-hmm. No harm at all. It's an excellent question. You know, I, I think you should pose that um, to the community. 
think that is an excellent question. Some things demand at this point, some questions demand to be answered, you know. Like I said, and, uh, uh, you know, at some point I will, you know, I'm more interested with the closed-door settings. I'm more interested with the quote-unquote leadership, you know what I'm saying? I'm more interested with addressing the people who are, what's the word that y'all been using and throwing around? The thought creators or something? I've been hearing this. Where does it go? The thought leaders? Thought leaders. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because when people talk about leader, leadership, that goes back to what it is that you were saying about at what point does the perceived leader actually lead people into a physical location because leaders are known to lead people from one condition into another condition. Um, with the current condition that we see our people in, the only place that we could go is up from this point. You know, we can only take it. No, uh, that's not true. I mean, that is not true. Let me rephrase that. Ain't true. Yeah, let me rephrase that because we can fall further than we are when we have fallen. Yeah. But what I'm saying is. Yeah, I, I read Aaliyah, an article the other day where they on. said Herman Bell did 40 years of solitary. Mm-hmm. We ain't hit the bottom. Yeah. We ain't hit the bottom. Uh, not yet. We ain't hit the bottom. Um, organization with the intention and the purpose, you know, and the covenant to basically, you know, raise your vibrations, improve your life, move in a way that you utilize your collective as both your economic base, your spiritual base, you know what I mean, your your military, um, you know, security base and other things and, you know, potential for that to take place, you know what I'm saying? There's a, there's a lot of potential in it. Doesn't mean that it can happen overnight. Doesn't mean it can happen by snapping your fingers. Doesn't mean that it can even happen by just talking about it. There actually has to be some real groundwork, some real uh, dirty, you know what I'm saying, like some real, some some elbow grease. You know, there's going to have to be a lot of things that are going to be done to make that move in that direction, but it's worth it, you know, at the end of the day. Yeah. Are we going to go to the callers at all? Yeah, we got to go to the callers. Um, Family, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, now is the time to press one on your phones. We're going to play a song. And we're gonna get we're gonna get back to the callers, all right? We're gonna come back, we're gonna get to the callers. Let me know, uh, Blue, you wanna hear from beyond or cool up? Or oh, what? You said from beyond or what? Or cool love, which is the new revolution. My bad. Yeah, maybe that. I would like to make a few comments concerning the difference between the black revolution and the Negro revolution. There's a difference. 
When you study the historic nature of revolution, know we had the game for him. Easy to play, raised on it, power you was born with. Names for bondage, mature later. Negotiable paper, Simon said it, so you expect me to respect it. Know about the hive mind, override those guidelines. Know how to score, already at first and goal line. Standing, beyond your standing. I'm drawing, let me canvas. We taking wide flights, right out the hangar. Oh shit, danger, just be felt major. Raised on the feet, I robots, your favorite programming doc. Still on water, what they felt. Still in your aura, yet still angels record us. Axiom tour bus, relax shows in Florida. Indigenous to you foreigners, relax, let them preview. preview. The unknown with Gigi, to eagle caught the measles. Truth came and cleared you, evident with it and clear proof. Walking full of fire, yet you rather mirror my cool. The unknown with Gigi, to eagle caught the measles. Truth came and cleared you, evident with it, claiming clear proof. Walking for the fire, yet you rather mirror my cool. The unknown would cheat you. The ego caught the measles. Truth came in clear of you. Evident with it, clear proof. Walking for the fire, yet you rather mirror my cool. Superconductors. From the temple of Luxor, my mental was ruptured, pencil was structured. At the last supper, I started bending the spoon. Thought about ending it soon. Hiram a bitch, bitch, I've been in the tomb. Been in cocoons, triple stage of darkness, been in the womb. Spending the swoons on the dwindling moons. I got my cast selling gas like Vladimir Putin. Came in a game shooting like I'm Sarah Sutton. I'm just an animated one who made it through security with laminated guns. Contaminated lungs, secondhand gun smoke, secondhand gun boats. On the shores of Cuba with the moors and shooters. Pentium core computers. Yeah. I've been bubbling like soda Since we had government take our Dover So poses maintain your composure Exposure, adults and closure Your gig is up, your run is over Your luck is fucked, no more clovers Become a faded memory like odors Not even gink, coba loba can aid your memory motors To jumpstart a revival Pump shots to my rivals Cup shots to their bridles Streaming live on title They want me to be Dedicated to the struggle, my response every day about my hustle. Think of the boss, your bubble. You living in the land of the leery. There's no man that can scare me. Them hands that prepare me for planets and Aries. Huh. It's time to go to war. How do you think he'll react to you when you learn what a real revolution is? You don't know what a revolution is. If you did, you wouldn't use that word. A revolution is bloody. Revolution is hostile. Revolution knows no compromise. Revolution overturns. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, indeed. <clears throat> that is just a, a glimpse of what we got coming up in this new mixtape that we'll be dropping uh, in Scorpio season. All right. So uh, let's get to these callers, fam. If if there's anybody in the call queue that has any question, comment, and concern, now's the time to press one. Let's go to the four four nine five seven. Peace. Welcome to Another Less Radio.
Let me see if it's a mess of winning. Uh, if I can. <laughs> yeah. I think he might be on that World Series right now. I'm going to go to the caller from the 267-784. Peace. Welcome to Northern Ledge Radio. Caller from the 267. Peace. Welcome to Northern Ledge Radio. Peace. Peace to the fans. Peace. Peace. This is from Philly. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm listening to the show. You know what I mean? And I hear you talk about nigga word. And I, and I happen to clip over on one of my uh, my tabs. To, uh, look at World Star and see what's on there, and I, and I see Reggie up there telling the uh, Japanese girl to, uh, you know, y'all made it, y'all made it on World Star on this poignant night that y'all talking about the subject of us using the word nigga amongst other things. Hold right. on, let me get. Hold on. All right, continue. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to uh, get this uh, feedback down on my on my computer. You know what I mean? But of course, it's uh, you know, it's it's it's, it's a uh, it, it's a little a little wild out here now. You know what I mean? Especially down here in Philly. You know what I mean? With uh with the uh, paper, with all this crazy stuff going on in the world. With uh, brothers saying they got drugged and everything. That's on World Star. You got boxes getting. Oh, that was crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. It's crazy. Get, put a little that black owl crazy. in the community out here. Real, real crazy. You know, you know, he, 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 it's it's wild. But you know, what I mean, I, I'm I'm pretty sure he chose to do what he chose to do. He trying to say he went up there for some ladies and wound up getting what he got. But you know, that's another subject for another night. But right now, you know, what I mean, I uh, I just wanted to chime in and holler the family. You know, what I mean, I uh, just got to the crib. You know, what I mean, uh, had to turn push, on. Push. What's your personal thoughts on not only the usage of the word, you know what I'm saying? Because we all know that we freely use the word, but, you know what I'm saying, what about the proliferation of it globally? And when it comes back to you, would you be offended if somebody from Europe came over here, you know what I'm saying, and you seen them? At one of the uh, you know Philadelphia tourist hotspots, and you were strolling through, and they stopped you, and they like, oh, my nigga, my nigga, do you know where? You like, hold on. What was your response? Well, the first time I did hear some crazy stuff like that, I was a, uh, I was actually at a club for a fashion show, and it was predominantly Asian people there, and it's like, yo, nigga, yo, my nigga, what's up? So I, I'm standing in line for the bathroom, I turns my head. And it's two Asian guys talking to each other, embracing each other. So mm-hmm. that was like the first, the first eye opening. I say that was about like, I say like seven years ago. You know what I mean? So that was beginning of me seeing other people from different cultures try to embrace it. Me myself, I actually had my first altercation with a Caucasian woman calling me nigger, and that was this summer actually. I was down at uh, Atlantic City on the boardwalk. You know what I mean? I'm walking out, enjoying this good. Uh, it's good sunlight, the good raw hit me with that vitamin D, and I'm walking down the street, you know what I mean? Walking down the boardwalk, and I'm walking past this this red this red burnt red devil, and she she's a little look look intoxicated, and she was like, ah, she was gargly talking. I'm like, yeah, a nigger. I'm like, huh? So I turned my Whoa. head back. Like, you talking to me? I'm like, hold up. 
So now, you know, of course, this is before the evolutionary conference, and I'm 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 in my bag now, calling all types of devils, <laughs> and, 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 and and you 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 devil, look at you burning from. Why don't you go die? Go sit down and burn burn up and die from cancer or something like that. So as I say that, she actually had to go sit down, and and of course I, I go back to the family, and by the time I get back to my family, about fifteen twenty minutes later, I tell them about the situation, and and you know my my wife, she want to know what's going on, so she. She she walks back up the boardwalk. We see the we see the lady sitting in the same spot, stuck. And 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 the thing that made it bad while, really while I was going at her. You curbed her? Yeah, I curbed her. I, I, man, I, man, she was stuck there, still stuck there. And I'm laughing at her, pointing at her, like, look at you burning, look at you, you little devil, look at you, devil. <laughs> I just kept hitting her with the devil and just on some simple stuff. And sure enough, she she uh, I think she had to bow down. She was all confused for a second. I'm like, look at you, monkey. I started hitting her with the monkeys and everything. You little troglodyte. You, I, I'm not troglodyte even going to you and call. I'm not even going to call yeah, her a caveman. I'm giving her too much respect calling a caveman. So I, I just kept right. it with the devil, you know. But other than that, you know, what I mean, it's it's, it's 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 it was a shock to me because like I, I embraced the word as a term of endearment. You know, I, I figured you know I'm a little older. I'm like 38, and my generation, I feel, you know, we kind of took that word and, and embraced it as a positive. Not to say it's a positive, like, for right now, but, you know, I, I wouldn't call my son a nigga, you know. So I, I think I got to look at it a little differently, especially after listening to the show, listen to Brother Larry talk about stuff, you know what I mean? And then, of course, you know, just just seeing how, how Sai handled that, that Japanese girl on, 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 uh, on, on, on in front of the Apollo, you know what I mean? So, you know, that was just one thing yeah, that had yeah. me just reflecting. Besides the fact my altercation during the summertime with the little uh, devil lady, but uh, other than that, you know, how did you how I, did how do, how do you feel I handled the situation with the young lady? Oh, I think you did. I think you did it appropriately because you know everybody. You know you got you can't come with that that vigor and that energy that Sai comes with sometimes. You know it, it might not come across as uh, beneficial for us as far as education wise. Yeah, we yeah. would. I don't think we would have got as much out of her as we did. If you are, if you would have came with the uh, with the guns are blazing from the gate, I appreciate how you did your your, your discourse with her, and it, and, it, and it helped me to see some things. And, and and what I observed from her from the beginning, she was she was actually downplaying her her Japanese side. Like I'm French, I'm French. Mm-hmm. I said you look Chinese. You look, you know just to uh, cut it short. I'm like well, you, you look Japanese. But that I mean, just shows you, the white you, side of yeah. Her. It was a display of not only our people being confused about nationality. And dissent, but this is something that we're seeing also as a problem in other races, you know, because she doesn't have any idea about talking about that. She got my, she, I, they don't give me a passport. Now your passport <laughs> is who you are now. Like it's become, it's it's that far off of the the truth. The people yeah. identifying who they are by their passport, you know, you could have hit her with a. I if think, a chicken was in the oven, yeah. that doesn't make a mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> but again, and I have to go on record and say this is not in defense of her. I'm just for the broadening of the conversation period so we can understand customs and traditions. Our position, if we're going to be enlighteners, educators, right, uh, information conveyors, it can't be like, yo, I only give a fuck about you know, our perspective. I only give a fuck about my people and how we see things in a four-block radius, okay? 
it's a big world out here. It's a big country. That's what I said that when you mix agendas with different people and different organizations, if your trajectory has you going around the globe, if your trajectory is global and somebody mm-hmm. is only looking in a four or five block radius and it's not even clear where they want to go with that perspective, then y'all eventually are going to clash or, or you're going to, you know what I'm saying? Your mind is just yeah. going way further than the person that you're standing next to. So my thing, and these things happen, right? As 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 a as a, a diplomat, right? I'm interested to know what people's customs and traditions are because people do things differently around the world. True, true. And here we are talking about we galactic. I, I at least got to have a global perspective. Very true. Or I'm always going to be, you know what I'm saying, very short-sighted, very analog in my approach towards the world. Now, we are businessmen. We want to do global business. We want to travel the world and do global business. You're going to go to China and sit at people's table, and they're going to break out meat and want you to eat with them, and you ain't going to know whether that shit is a dog or not. You better chew Mm. on that meat. And when they not looking, spit it out or let the dog. <laughs> uh, or they, you know what I'm saying? You better find a way to, to finesse that shit like you was at your mama's table when she had pulled the liver out and you didn't want to eat that shit or the lamb. Or, uh, or lamb was good back then. Let me stop the lamb. But yeah, they, they, that's what I'm saying. Like, so there might be something dealing with French pride that we don't understand because. Lord is my witness, okay? And I might even do this on the weekend. I'll take the camera and go to 116th and run down on them Africans who clearly are from Senegal, who clearly are from, you know what I'm saying, all parts of Africa. If them niggas speak French, they're going to tell you that they're French. That's facts. And then you got to ask them where their parents came from, and then you'll get the origin of their country. But there's a pride that goes along with them saying that they're French, just like she felt. There was a pride going along with saying that she was whatever she was. And she, she said, said what? She had a patrilineal descent to say, yo, my parents is from X, Y, my grandparents is from here. And such and such, my passport says this. So, yeah, that's what she thinks, and that's what she feels. She feels that she's French. There's a level of of stock and pride that goes into that identity that she's identifying with because a person is only going to shit what you feed them. So that's what she was fed all her life, okay? These are issues that we have with people that look just like us who think that they're French. You know what I'm saying? We put in too much concentration in the wrong place. But, you know, even if... Our concentration wants to be there. Like I said, by totally ignoring the fact that she says she got this indoctrination or this education from our entertainment, Mm -hmm. that needs to be spoken of and addressed as well because she only is going to shit what she was fed. Okay? So there are people around the world, granted, who think that this shit... She said... What did she say? She's like, oh... I'm around niggas. It's cool. <laughs> niggas were her heroes. She She's was like, identifying, I feel cool. yeah. 
I it feel like, cool. Wait, I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle of a video. I'm in Harlem. Right. Yeah. Hey, you said it better than some niggas. Yeah. Imagine you growing up. Imagine you growing up in France or what have you, and you don't even have no quote-unquote American friends. And the the melanated friends you got is from Africa, and they're trying to emulate the rappers that they see, okay? Because when our African brethren come over, from France or Africa directly, okay, they either do one or two things when they get into Harlem, right? They put on, look, you know what I'm saying? Don't throw the motherfucking darts at me if I say it. They either immediately, uh, uh, you know, okay, I'll be politically correct. They put on hip-hop attire, okay? Yeah. Okay. The old they put on hip-hop attire. <laughs> Yeah, right. they adapt to the culture. With, with some people will call a felony look, all right? Right. Pants low. They got the buckle. You know what I'm saying? Gucci. You know what I'm saying? And their counterparts, they stay very, uh, either they do the hip-hop look or they stay very Europeanized. And it's Armani Exchange. It's Armani this. It's Armani that. They got the pointy toe shoes. They got the tight Euro pants. You know what I'm saying? Right. They got the fucking blazers, they're skin tight, they're like they got painted on them and shit, you know what I'm saying? Right. The, you know, the outfits, we like, damn, nigga, how did you get that on? And how they, how you going to get it off? Like, <laughs> they'll fall into that shit, and they'll play the Euro shit all day because they're only going to speak French. Uh, and we were around these people, family. I'm not talking from the outside looking in. You know what I'm saying? Right. Shout out to my family on 116th. I used to be around our bedroom out there from Senegal and all of that. And they used to be like, yo, I'm French, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm French. And they, was, they took pride in that shit. But So this is an issue that is not new. And especially the French aspect of things, that shit goes back hundreds of years. What the mm. Frenchmen do to the African is very weird, the way that they get into their psyche. What the French do to anybody they come into contact with is very weird, the way that they come into their psyche. You know what I'm saying? People love that country. We just got to be like, look, man, we just got to understand who we're talking to and just a little backdrop of what it is that we're talking about, the level of indoctrination that goes into brainwashing people across the globe. This colonizer is very effective at his program globally. Niggas think white supremacy is a Harlem thing or a New York thing or an American thing. It's not. It's global. And they think this shit is a game. No. The whole globe's mind has been colonized. Not just yours. Not just yours. Well, you you know, might they call be the it, thumb on the hand. It's for all the fingers. You got to look you at the it. whole hand in totality. You feel me? Not right. just marginalize yeah. the thumb and say it's more important than the fucking index and the middle finger and the pinky and all of that. No, all of this shit. Global coalition. If you want to fight this thing, it has to be fought globally. Because there's nowhere that you're going to go where you could get away from it. Nowhere. Thanks. 
That's why these niggas need a six-month diet and nearly full up, man. Get your fucking brains right, man, if you're going to be out here on a tarmac fighting this fight. You have to understand the perspective globally about what you're up against, man. Because it's scary if you think that it's localized. It's scary if you think that that shit just exists in South Carolina, and that's the face of white supremacy. That's a race soldier. That ain't the face of white supremacy. That's like saying that's a Roman gentry. That ain't the fucking emperor. It's a Roman gentry. It's a centurion. It's not an emperor. You got a ways to go before you get to the motherfucking, uh, you know, the Wizard of Oz. So, you know, you know, just like let's 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 just let's just be more intellectual with our discourse when it comes to adjusting people. You know what I'm saying? Because we we're gonna stay coming into contact by people with diseased minds, and our minds are diseased. So you got people with one disease trying to cure someone from another disease. You know what I'm saying? And the way that we're going about it, you can tell that we're all diseased. Hmm. Hmm. Look, we got hands up in the chat, so in the call queue. So well, I appreciate y'all call us. Peace, indeed, brother. Thank you, brother. Appreciate Peace. you. Peace. All right. Call us on the four two four three two two. Peace and welcome to Know the Last Radio. Call us on the four two four three three two. Peace. 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 What's good? Peace. All is well, brother. Peace. You already know I'm selling that mad navy. Trying to come in while the tide is high. What's good, Lawrence? Okay. Yeah, oh, hotel. Bro. Okay, this is this is Lonzo Baggertat, man. You know, I saw that video, and I kind of thought it was a low, low sense of character. And I say that because, you know, being out here on the West Coast, mm-hmm. any female that comes around, it's it's just it's just your pivot. I mean, you just take all your money, you just get all the money out of it. White, black, yellow, blue, whatever. If you're not conscious. Then you are subject. You're just a customer. So you, you, it's it's almost like beating up on retarded people. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, I mean, it's kind of like if they're not all bad, then you know. Okay. Which well, ones are bad? You know what I'm saying? You you you're on the West Coast. I was on the West Coast. I was in Northern California where there's a heavy, heavy population of the Southeastern Asian, okay? Right. You can't tell them that they're not niggas. Oh, hell no. Filipinos, you cannot uh, tell them they're not niggas. They, those are niggas. They do nigga better than niggas out there. Exactly. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It, look, look we, we, we are... We have an opportunity to lead the world, but we're not going to lead the world being bitter. God's don't cry. Come on, all this knowledge we got, I, I, come on. 
I'm fasting today, man. I, 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 you know what I'm saying? I'm walking down the street. I can clearly see that these white women can see I'm glowing in this smog and, and, and rain. You can clearly see I'm glowing. You can clearly see I'm unaffected, you know what I'm saying, by the weather. You know what I'm saying? And, and I can just clearly see the flirting, the thing going on. Now, how, what are you going to do with that? Now, if now you're right. If, now, if you want to go reproduce and go make a bunch of uh, uh, mixed babies and Japanese babies, then you might have your priorities in misorder. But if you're looking to take advantage of their Black Lives Matter, their 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 whatever care for us on whatever level, then you should put that all the way out. You know what I'm saying? Like, get your products and have them wearing that shit, just like they're wearing our hats, wearing our clothes, wearing us. Because, you know what I'm saying, we're looking at this the wrong way, we're going to look at this bitter and we're mad. You know what I'm saying? We should be rejoicing, brother. We're conscious. You know what I'm saying? We, we, our head is above water. We're not breathing. You know what I'm saying? We're not subtonic. You know what I'm saying? We should be in a, we should be in a rejoice matter. You know what I'm saying? It, um... When I when I when I actually got into Doctor Sabi, that was like towards the end of my fixing my you know saying altering my you know who I was, and I would say that you know saying that right there, it, it, that that right there was just a blessing in itself. You, you know saying I, I will I will give this statement, and it should be our statement of the gods. Period. It should be the statement of the gods. Quit fucking getting mad and get creative. The only reason why you're getting pissed off and you're yelling at the little Asian shit because you lost your creativity and you don't got anything else to display except anger and your bitterness. And we don't know what happened to each one individual black person from whoever white, and we don't know which one had good experiences or bad experiences. But regardless, if your mama left you in the diaper and it's shitty, it affected you. So we we, we sit there we can't we can't sit there and have leadership out here who's going to attack the commercial world. I mean, you know saying there's all kinds, you know, attacking the Moors is attacking our commercial world. Is that fucking crazy or what? Well then you're like Okay, let's let's say that the Moors aren't who we are, but then go tell the Crips they ain't Crips. You get your shit lit off the block. So Moors is just Moors is more validated than Crip, right? Everybody agree? Okay. So you know what I'm saying? So it, we we have taken some steps here, where it's like you know what I'm saying it's like damn, I'm just sitting there just like damn, I'm just getting pissed off at shit uh, that I'm hearing off the radio, and you know what I'm saying I, I shouldn't be getting pissed off at shit I see on the internet. And the only reason why I'm getting pissed off is because I love y'all. Because because we have a common theme wherever we are in the world. We have a common theme. We have a common adjuster who came and adjusted us. If it's Noble Jolly, if it's Bobby, you know, saying if it's Ben, you know, what I'm saying if, if it's Elijah, you know, what I'm saying if, if it's Father Allah, you know, what I'm saying <laughs> we can keep on going. You know, what I'm saying if, if, if it's Nawabian, whatever it is, there's this common little loop that goes through all this little thread. And and it seems as if some bitter brothers among us are trying to find their way to burn the loop. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, nah, you you can't wear Adidas and Nikes in the same clothes. You just got to wear Adidas. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So it would be like, well, you know, the, 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 the uniform. Troy, I have huh? You can't wear Nikes with the Adidas pants because, you know, that's – Contra that's contra logic to you know the fashion. Shut the fuck up. 
Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm trying to tell you about commerce. It's like the team is sponsored by Adidas, but I'm sponsored by Nike. Get with it, homeboy. This is about money. You know what I'm saying? It, look, it, I, I will say it one last time. Elijah Muhammad brought us the mystery system. He told us specifically he took the animals out to make it more civil for the times. Period. We already have Egypt. And the more you dig, the more you're going to sit there and go, oh, there you go. He told us, when you're dealing with these white people, you want to be the cleanest glass. That's how you beat them. You come up clean and stand right next to them. You don't get conscious and go away. You get conscious and go back in the matrix and fuck that motherfucker up, right? Am I right? Right. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? It's like we we uh, we we kind of going the wrong way. We get on video team. The first thing we do is talk about white people. They don't fucking They got to talk about themselves. You know what I'm saying? That's the first thing we do, and then we never give them any props. We never recognize that this white boy did fucking four flips on a bike. He crashed almost six hundred times. Two or three. Broken clavices. I can't even name the bulls that he broke, but I'm saying they're going harder than us. Our shit they care about, and we're not going hard on the shit we care about. We're going hard on each other, as usual. You know what I'm saying? And and you say, well, that what does that have to do with anything? It has to do with everything because they're constantly pushing the envelope, constantly pushing the envelope. Constantly pushing envelopes. So they're at school, and the kid goes, "Oh, you can." Remember, Bobby Gentry did four backflips. So that might encourage the little white boy to go, oh, "I can do five. I'm gonna try to do five. I gotta beat it." You know what I'm saying? So I, I just look at you know the way we're advancing ourselves is kind of it's kind of hateful. It's just back to the right. old slave way. I I haven't got on a talk in a minute, brother. But you know what I'm saying? I just felt like, damn. You know, because I'm seeing this, I'm seeing this after the sun comes across. You know what I'm saying? So by the time the light gets to me, I see all the damn mistakes. And I will say that if Mother Pill was there, that wouldn't have went down. I don't know. You think so? Nah, I, I think that you know it may have been handled different. Yeah, I think so. And, and see, that's when you when you hear her, you can hear the true leadership, because the true leadership is going to be responsible at all times, especially with 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 these big platforms. You, you know, saying at some point, you know, um, we can learn from a fair cause mistakes. Like, well, if it doesn't get you anywhere, what's the use of keep? Playing the same tune, white people are bad. Oh, they're fucking us up, man! Come on, get the fuck out of here. I mean, I could name thousands of brothers who are overcoming. I, I don't even know any white people I look up to to try to say that. You know, say I want to be something. It's always it's, it's black men all around the world overcoming this, being the Bruce Willis of the world. You know what I'm saying? Diehards. Oh, it's impossible, but they're still going at it real hard. You know what I'm saying? And whatever they're doing, you know what I'm saying? So this idea that we're losing is is pathetic. I think we're losing our unity, you know what I'm saying? Because we, okay, we smashed the, we smashed the uh, Hebrews out, so now they're no friend of ours. So now, now everywhere in all these cities, I walk around with an ark, 
know what I'm saying, from Portland to California to Washington State, and the Hebrews hate me now. But before, we had a little dialogue that that it, it wasn't necessarily on an equal level, but we could talk. Now we can't oh. talk, right? right? So it's like, I, and I think this is legitimate by somebody. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking, like, are we being cointel pro? You know what I'm saying? Can, can we pull ourselves back and see, like, can we take a look back and see, like, hey, man, where does, you know, where does this go? Where does this end? Where's the exit strategy of some of these things that we're partaking in? But I, I look at it, you brothers, y'all, y'all, you know, Noah Joel Lee said there's only a couple going to be in the car. I think the real, the, the blue and the red pill is going to be those two in the car. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, it seems like you all know how to pull the hatch. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You, you, you kind of recognize from being, you know what I'm saying, the rat world and being out there in this real environment that, you know what I'm saying, like, why would you go pour bleach on your fans? I mean, I do music, man. I got maybe five, five black fans out of every hundred white fans I got in that case. Everybody black I give music to, they usually get it free first, or they're getting it to rap over, you know what I'm saying? So it, it, this is this is crazy, man. You know what I'm saying? We're supposed to be taking our culture and taking it, pieces of it and selling it back to the world. Going here. Oh, you want some lunch here? Go, go, go. You get, you get some lunch, you got to pay. If you're walking on our street, you got to pay. You guys should have sold that. That chick should have been walking away with credit card swipes and so many more shirts and things around her neck. Not, you know, not worried about what they call us nigger. Yeah, they all call us nigger. So why do you care? Take their goddamn money out their pocket and let's circulate it all well. Every time they come by, boom, take their energy. Boom, what is their energy? Their financial ability to spend money on dumb shit. White people spend more money on. Uh, what do you call it? Not nostalgia, but uh, collectibles. You know what I'm saying? Shit don't even, shit it ain't gonna matter. So we we should we should be have black fans. We should sell them everything that they get a giggle out of. But we're too we're too we're not gods yet. You know what I'm saying? We we too soft. We want to cry all the fucking time. We want to say they call us niggers. It's like damn, that's almost a motherfucking blessing to be held down. Doesn't it? Doesn't the diamond get crushed and compressed to become that? You know what I'm saying? It, it, every 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 situation you see from a storyline like dealing with when you're dealing with writing and uh, you're dealing with like theater. Everybody wants to play the character that goes through the drama. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because because generally she becomes a hero when he overcomes that. So, you know what I'm saying? We're all not on that hero's journey. What's that? So that's the hero's journey. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We're not all on the here. You know, see, I didn't try to mean to just go in and just get get to going, man. Because I probably should have had a thought process, you know, what I'm saying to this. But it was just like, it's not that I, it's not that I, I don't think that these white people are racist or these countries have racism. I, man, you know, what I'm saying we roll with Christian folks and everything. You know, what I'm saying we go if they're white, they're racist. I mean, so you shouldn't even be mad because it's kind of like, oh, so you're not going to get the shit from the skinheads dudes over there? They got the shit cheap. Do the fuck they say bye, nigga? They got the shit cheap. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you 
we do it real commerce where you get to come in the room with strap and the motherfuckers don't like niggas. You know what I'm saying? But the business still got to go. And, and I think a lot of them don't like niggas. It's just kind of beginning. It's almost like a defense mechanism. So, you know, a, a majority of that is a defense mechanism because they talk about us a lot on TV, negative and positive, considering our population, we get mentioned a fucking lot. Because if you look at our population in America, how many there is, just compared to how many else there is, we really should be just trying to handle our own business because they don't really have to care. 40-something million, quote-unquote, black people to 240 million, quote-unquote, white people. That's six times the amount. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like we, we... you know what I mean? We if we we will never get out of this just complaining about all of them. We will only get out of this by being creative and manipulating them to the fullest. Doing just like our Elijah Muhammad said, you know they're gonna step up to the plate dirty. You step up to the plate clean every time. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I'm on my fast. You know what I'm saying? At the same time, you don't want to give up your your street life, your little world life. You know what I'm saying? We got to learn how to manipulate. We got to learn how to capture that that vibration that just says, well, I want to be around that. And when they come around there, you go in, you got to pay. And, you know, there's nothing like a, a, a brother who embraces white people and doesn't have to have engagements and relationships and move in and have to, you know what I'm saying? He's very powerful. You know what I'm saying? And so we're not using our charisma and our intellect to beat this. We're tr- or, or we're just going to have to shoot up, come out fighting. You know what I'm saying? We're just going to have to get over this I'm not going to die type shit and go in there and die. You know what I'm saying? Because our, our religious structures don't give us no ideology that, hey, you get to come back. Or, you know, if you're going to do this, you come back as this guy. Bigger, powerful, or stronger. And we ain't psyched ourselves out on this level to go in like that. So it, it, uh, the only thing is the only way we are, will ever be able to fight that white man on no, on no physical gun level is if we're all firmed out, high as a motherfucker on some shit that's got us altered. Other than that, these niggas can't think on that level. They can't, you know, they can't come on the level of, you know, because they're going to be like wondering when this shit's going to end. They got, they got shit to do. You know what I'm saying? They got plans in this white world. You know what I'm saying? They got goals. Dreams, you know, tell the truth, red, blue, we be dreaming in this white world, you know what I'm saying? Shit, they being created, we be dreaming about it, you know what I'm saying? Like, damn, I'm going there and do that. But they're like the homie said, he said, man, these people put this for you. You're the only one going to make this cool and fun, so why are you complaining? Go get it. And that's exactly what's being done, you know. <laughs> and the call, the call is being made to the creators that are out there to join, you know, to come and join us, join the team, you know, let's create a collective, let's create, you know, let's create the creative movement that will solve a lot of the issues, the monetary aspect of it that can easily be put together because, you know, you need your membership. Once you can establish a membership, then you can have a recurring. You have you have multiple ways to open up income streams. You know that that's a financial. That's how you financially protect everybody who's a part of this venture. Um, 
one yeah. thing that I learned though is, you know, you'll never be able to see everything that's being done. You'll never be able to measure or you'll never be able to even fathom the amount of things that take place when there's no cameras in sight or when the camera stops filming or when there's, you know, when before there's Saturday or Friday when we go out there and usually do filming. So it's all kind of things that are, you know, forming and taking place. Um, Man, you know, you know what we need. You know what I'm saying? Yes, we need sir. that red camera. You know what I'm saying? We need two red yeah. cameras and that, right. that black and white phone. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like that. I don't know if you called in. I don't know how long you've been on the call, but I, I just came from a meeting, you know, right before the program started where I came into contact with an individual that got all of that. Half a million yeah, dollars worth of movie equipment. He got the red. He got got it all. So this is all accessible. This is the possibilities are endless. You know what I'm saying? We could talk tonight is the moon. about it to the cows come home. Yeah. <laughs> then, you know what I'm saying? We need to work on um, establishing the the words that we're using so they have an undertone, and not and not an undertone of like you know the secret meaning of this is really this. I'm talking about the word really directs you one way. It sounds like you're going one way, but it's really directing you to do this. And and as many hits as you guys play. You know, this is this this is L B this is L B blue, so you know so I'm gonna get at you later. But you know saying this is a theme that we all need to understand and master, you know what I'm saying? Because the English language is the language of commercial world. It, you know what I'm saying? There's nothing in these other languages that you could get through the meta netter without hitting the right tones, you know what I'm saying? Because the when you're talking about the mind changing or getting getting somewhere, it, it it's gotta be in the frequency of beta, theta, alpha, gamma. That won't change. You could call those four beat binary codes or you know mind waves something different. That that don't change. But the actual way the pitch and timing move around in our in our head does change consciousness. And it doesn't matter what language you use, as long as your pitch and timing do the right thing to move move um, emotion through your body, and then you need the right words when those emotions come. Other than that, you'll be like, oh, you dumb white bitch, all you do that because you don't got no creativity in you. You got all the energy now, you, you know what I'm saying, you alkaline, you know what I'm saying, you got the knowledge, and then sometimes you got the knowledge, but you don't got no personal control. So, yeah, I'm, I'm glad to see you guys, uh, you know, move in that direction because, you know, that's where, that's where we got to hit them, you know what I'm saying, like, Media, music, film. Yeah. Well, like I said, and all of that is. We yeah. ready when you are. You know what I'm saying? Let's. Yeah. let's I'm gonna reach out to you. We're gonna tune up, yeah, figure out collectively yeah. where we're at, so we can match yeah, wits and really put something together. Because you know, about to forty, man, I do not want to be talking no more. Yeah, yeah we have to. We have to create uh, membership. And there's, there's membership has its privileges, and they have I to, mean, you know, we I have mean, to. We need to just go ahead and go all the way in and just, you know, saying and just, just come with our own, you know, saying 
our own temple, man. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It just, it just, you know, just make it what it is. I mean, you imagine as soon as we get two or three sports stars up in there, you know what I'm saying? It's a wrap. It's a wrap. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we got to come with it. You know what I'm saying? It's like our own Prince Hall. You know what I'm saying? We got to come with it. You know what I'm saying? We're there. We have enough structure right now where we can at least just have the first. You know what I'm saying? At least, just, at least we can step on the first. At least we can, we, we can have a, you know, we have enough structure right now to just get us all on one, you know, one accord, boom, this is, you know, saying this is the move, this is how you recognize, you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know what I'm saying? Take a, take a year to, to look at how that plays out and refine it, get our writers writing books about the situation, build on it, because we're not, we're not, we're not um, being creative. That's all. That's all I feel like. You know, what I'm saying we're being bitter. We're not being creative. That's that's why. That's why. Let, I'm me, let, this, let me share something with your brother real quick. That I, I I used to have that same criticism in a sense about the lack of creativity, and what I saw by participating in the creative process that's been taking place in these areas. That I that I frequent, such as the 125th Street and the lecture halls that are in New York, is that there are a group of creators that are coming together, such as the brother Rich, brother Sarnetta, Baba TV, even me for that matter. When I was uh, behind the camera with Nodeless TV years ago, um, and uh, ready for our these brothers are coming together and they're establishing a foundation through the realms of new media uh, and film and videography and vlogging, right? And also, I would say, like a webisode series, right? A webisode series that's playing out on a lot in, in real life and presenting our... A, 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 a student body, and they're presenting a pantheon of teachers, uh, charismatic, energetic, you know, there's so many different characters, and they're presenting these people to a global audience on a budget that is self-financed because no one is coming to drive no money, nobody's cutting any checks, and not making it rain anywhere yeah, there's been a drought. <laughs> you know, future said I thought it was a drought. Yeah, I really, I thought it was a drought too, because there's been no precipitation where I'm at for ten years. Twenty dollars well, you know, donations I, in. Hold on. So all I'm saying is, there's a burst of creativity, what's lacking, and what we're beginning to realize as we have these conversations is that there's a wealth of uh, of brothers and sisters in our networks that exist outside of where we're at, they are the ones, because the powers and the people, These are this is where the talent exists. The talent pool is surrounding us. So the person who could shoot the Hype Williams video for consciousness, he's out there somewhere. He needs to come forward. The person who could do the short film and shoot with the red camera and they have the green screen facility so we could do this, uh, Morris version of the 300 movie and all of these things, they're out there somewhere. And we're just saying that as a membership, when we when we establish membership and create uh, a body of, of of members, 
we are going, and those members are going to be talented. They're going to come to the table with a lot and resources. That's when we're going to build this thing at a feverish pace. And it's happening right, right. piece by piece. So we need the assistance of all of the creators to come together. So there's no separation. And I'm also saying this, that the vision that we want to, you know, really focus on and a vision that we want to completely, you know, put our minds to is a vision that many Afrofuturists agree to. And that vision is an African perspective of what the future and the present and also the past represents to African people, void of participation of anybody outside of that, you know, that, um, that mind state first and foremost, you know, so we don't, we, we necessarily, under, we understand that there's power within our network, the network, that, the, our core, our core network is all African. It's going to be all melanated and all, you know, we're going to deal with each other. And by dealing with each other and completely closing off all foreigners, anyone who is not of, 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 of you know, they could they could benefit off of our gross domestic product and the products that we create and, and export and sell and things of that nature as consumers, but they're nowhere nowhere we we, we don't want to deal with them in a sense of you know we're going right. to allow them to siphon off of our energy because they've proven to be not energy givers but energy takers. They're not coming with the light, bro. They're coming to take the light. Online live, bro. Face, everybody say, you got to have your face right there where we can see you. Hmm? Online live. Hmm. Huh. You know, yeah, yeah. You can't even get in Crazy. without your face. Friend. We we going to follow up, you know what I'm saying, off the lines because you got some wonderful ideas, and I want to be able to really, you know, not only the attention that it needs, but, you know what I'm saying, yeah, I, also... I do need to come out to New York, man, because you, you know what kind of brother I am. I'm not... I don't necessarily... All, I try to, uh, you know what I'm saying, be a, a, a caddy for, for brothers, you know what I'm saying? Like, go, hey, have you seen this? Have you looked at this? Have you tried this? Look at, listen to this. And, I, you know, I got all kinds of things that you kind of need to see it in person to take you on to this okay. next level, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, because... Uh, like how we're speaking to ourselves is one of the main problems, you know, just personally, you know what I'm saying? It's like, but uh, it, what was I going to say? Okay, here's what I'm going to say. So I'm doing a, um, I'm doing an Afro-punk album, right? And I'm getting yeah. all kinds of little action from um, Iron Maiden, white group, old mm-hmm. school rock group, um, Angry Orchard, Drink company and even E40, his his beer company, just because of somehow yeah. the music kind of got written and they, they implement some of these products, right? So, so, and I'm thinking, like, okay, I'm not saying that this is going to take off, but the, the marketing is there, the money is there. And I'm saying, this is, I mean, this will put me in such an outside genre of the black community. We need a way so we can go, our brother is over there. Look, our brother is an astronaut. Look, our oh, brother cool. is this. You know what I'm saying? And we, there's no question. You know that's him. He's over there playing tennis. You know what I'm saying? That's him. Yeah, He's over no, there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We don't ever want anybody to feel under the impression that we're not 
identifying with us as being global citizens. We are we are galactical people. We are everywhere. We're doing every everything with everyone. That would be we right. must be closed off. I'm not. I'll never say that. I'm not never saying that. I'm just talking about when I'm saying the core, because those athletes who play around those Europeans, they have a core, a, a core group of people that they receive their power and their energy, and they stay focused and they stay at their in their higher self with. Right, right. And then they and they and they go forth. They they move forth into other groups amongst other tribes and other people and other races. Because keep in mind, let's talk about the fact we are in a race. There are races that exist. People will say it's just the human race. I would beg to differ and say that there's an Asian race, there's the Indian race, there's the European race, there's the African race, there's the African American race, transsexual race. We've got the transgender race. All of these races taking place. So. Please believe that those people who are aware that they're in a race are racing for their race to be first. They're not willing right. to be second. They t- they didn't they told them you cannot be second. So the Asian who's chilling with you and you chilling with them, you know they make great conversation. Sushi is great. You know what I mean? I mean you know we we sit back and talk about all kind of things, but they belong to a race of people oh, who are in a race for their race to be number one. Even if it's just a psychological win, even if it's right. just to say right. the race car driver who is Chinese or Japanese won because they feel like on some level that's a psychological win. You know what I'm saying? That's, a, How we, that's like a uh, that's like in a video game. That's their power up. That's you'll see your your coins jump like boom boom. Yep yep. When you see Usain Bolt hey. hit the thing, hit the when he hits the uh, get the world record. You get a boost up. You like how did yo? Know, I just got a one. I got a new mushroom. One life up. How did I? How did that happen? We're attached to our race in the race, so we're attracted to anyone who's winning the game in this race. So all ball players who score in the LeBrons and all of them, uh, Jordan, he's the pinnacle of our youth culture and also our hip hop culture. He would be the uh, governing. If it's about the logos. He is the he is the most dominant logos. He's the godhead. You know what I'm saying? And that's because of his athletic uh uh um her, her, um Heru Hercules type of winning streaks. At the same time, you know what I'm saying, these brothers put the real the real, they put the real time in. You know what I'm saying? It's like kinda like when you figure out you think I got a little gift for gab, so you go, Okay. Like you know, saying get on this radio, and then once you start putting the time in, you start, you start, within you comes out um, uh, a lot of the talent. You know, saying from being able to just from being talented. You know, saying people who start out strong get stronger. That's their forearm is able to hold up and get the get the you know the bicep stronger. Right. It's it's what I'm saying. It's the same thing that if any one of us goes to the gym. With the idea to get bigger, for the, with the idea or to get buff, to to you know what I'm saying? We know that the amount of weight that we put on the bar is going to equate, equate the results that we get when we do the workout. The more heavier weight that you put on the bar, the more you're going to get buff. So this pressure that we feel, this weight that we've been under. 
all of this stuff that we have, this this weight of the world on our shoulders, is only making us strong. And it's like you yeah, said before, identify. I love you, brothers. No doubt. And you said that niggas cannot be be identified as the bottom of the bottom. The pressure, just like the coal, that's being turned into the diamonds. And what I'm saying is, the reason that this that video is going viral. And it, the, the, just the fact that the logo was on the video, that's all that matters. That's that it's in front of a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? And, right. you know, so I know that he, he'll, take the, he'll take the daggers, but that, that gets viral because the idea is we have to change. Yes, we are niggas. We've been niggas for a long time, but when the coal turns into the diamond, is it still called a nigga? No. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it have uh, to get a new no. name? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hello. Do we have any other callers on? Yeah, that was. Yes, we had that one was disrespectful to my family, but. Hmm? Yeah, yeah. No doubt. That was that was for us, brother. But we we gonna we gonna tune in, brother, and um reach out to you collectively. Yeah, yeah. Holler back at me. You know where I'm at, man. You know, I just you know I, man, you. I just had my little, you know, I was on my little fast, and you know you know you fast, that's when you 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 have little you little spark comes and says okay. Let me, you know, let me, let me try, let me see if I can catch some fire real quick. You know what I'm saying? But you guys, you, that helps you fast, brother. You, you're gonna, that's gonna be energy. It's almost like the Tesla uh, motor. You know, you you got electricity now, right? You know what I'm saying? So you are electrified. You know, salute to well, you that. Well, you know, that you, let me give you a little view of that. I, I've, I've, I've found that has gotten me a lot of uh, material items lately. Is I just I you know saying I meditate on the day, and you know saying I write what I want, and I don't say I want it, it's a requirement, and then I just fast until it happens and do the moves, the things that it takes to get that, and it's all been coming. So, you know saying I was taking a couple of hits because you get cocky, but you know um, it's it's amazing when you when you're when you you get your health up, and you know what I mean it's not that my health wasn't great. I'm talking about where I'm just I'm just so damn strong. It's like it's ridiculous. Um, I need to be in a bigger city, but I'm just saying when you get your health up, when you lose fifteen, twenty five hundred dollars, it ain't really that big a deal, especially when you're calling for it. You know what I'm saying? Because you know what I'm saying yeah. is if you have a if you have a goal and you just losing and crying about money shouldn't be shit. If we get our thing right, there's millions of dollars out there in the funding programs. You know what I'm saying? But we gotta actually show people that we're talented enough to teach them and entertain them. You know what I'm saying? Because BT's got a void right now. You guys got BT beat, but you can't. I don't think you're gonna. You're not gonna beat BT um, taking your viral that jumping on little white chicks who are stupid as hell. You know what I'm saying? It's like if you want to show us some shit, do like these West Coast dudes and go right after the Army white boys and go flip their cars over, shoot their shit up, and say get the fuck out of here. Because that's what happens over here in Tacoma, Washington. Big ups to natural Tahuti, free Tahuti, because you know saying he came to my city and blessed and blessed these gangsters and calmed their minds down, really calmed their minds down. Because look, these dudes, these dudes, they don't care. They go after military, police, whatever. You know what I'm saying? They shut, they, they, they made right. an embargo and shut the whole like black neighborhood down. Like I've been telling them, we need to create a pipeline where people from the East Coast could spend at least a month out West, get some of that game, and come back here 
so they could be well-rounded. Until then, you know what I'm saying? You have no yeah. idea what's going on in this country. You have a very You're doing a disservice to yourself because you really think where you at is where it's popping. Yeah. And, and yeah. you're discrediting the fact that it goes down other places that just don't get advertised. You just have no idea. You got to be there. No idea. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We were, we, we were the murder rate capital for like two years in a, in a row, you know what I'm saying? And what it is is support town. So everybody from New York, L.A., you know what I'm saying, they all come through here and they meet with China, you know, China and, and you know, saying that whole little world. And then that, how that trickles down gives a whole attitude. It's like a mini, I don't know, it's a mini metropolitan where I'm at, but then the West Coast in general, there's this freedom that resides amongst us that, you know, saying we don't really see things so rigid. You know what I'm saying? We're not really seeing things so, like, black and white. It's like, well, fuck it. I don't like reality, so I'm going to bend that shit today. You know what I'm saying? So that's how West Coast is. It's kind of like, well, shit, you know? I, that's what's going on today? Okay, let me go ahead and change change up, switch my picture. You know what I'm saying? And you know, saying if the white boys is buying the, the white boys is selling the weed, that's who you got to go get it from. You know, saying what you gonna argue with, call him a dumbass, dirty devil every time you see him. To one white boy, he go, he says, "You go, hey, I know I'm a devil. What's up, man? This is fucking this fight." <laughs> he just gives it to him. He just, hey, he just, now he's a buddy, right? He's a homie. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it it it. Yeah, I was. They they'll eat that Scooby snack, and then what? They be well, like, "Yeah, I'm the devil. What's good?" Mm-hmm. I look at like this. I look at like this. When I go home, I go home to my black family. But when I'm out here in this commercial world, you know, saying I'm not gonna win by trying to uh, antagonize the customer by reminding them of their forefathers. Everybody knows their forefathers are shitty. We need. We we're like you said. We're at this great potential of creativity. There's no need for us to turn. There's no. There's no win for us crying to these people no more. You know what I'm saying? Unless you're going to come with the house of consciousness slingshots, and every time you do something, we're going to put it out as many windows as we can. Other than we ain't going to do that, then we need to take another route. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but ain't nobody out there crying. You know what I'm saying? That? that? Say that again? No, no, repeat I mean, I mean, yeah, with all due respect, you know what I'm saying? We'll just leave it at that. Yeah, you know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I, I, yeah. uh, and you know, my, my, my feelings may change, you know, as, as I, as I look at this later on and I will allow them to change or, you know, saying what I'm thinking, you know what I'm saying? But, um, today I think, Hey man, let's don't get angry. Let's get creative. She's getting old. You know what I'm saying? Smoothest, smoothest, coolest, well-spoken, well-educated brothers on the goddamn planet. There's no need to be crying on the little white chick. You can have that white chick hopping on one foot like coming to America. That's what you should have been doing. To me, you know what I'm saying? You should have been like, look how much programming we got. You know what I'm saying? That white chicks want to come up at the house of and get on their knees and hop and say, I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? That's what should be the trend. You know what I'm saying? But... I don't know. I love y'all. Thank you for listening to me, you know what I'm saying, because it is y'all show. Thank you for listening to me, though, you know what I'm saying. I was just bending it, and, um, you know, you've been on, you had that, that food for, like, two or three days, so, you know what I'm saying, it's like, it's a trip. It's like you're fire, you're electric, and um, you, 
see, like what you say, you have a feeling that it it will resonate. You know, saying even if it, you know, even if it doesn't have, you know, I didn't really take the time to really think about what I was going to say. I just kind of just came off the cuff, but I feel like no what I'm saying resonates. We appreciate Peace you love, coming brother. in and, and sharing your thoughts Peace. as Peace, always. Brother. All right, my brother. Make sure you get get with me, man. You know what I'm saying? I will. All right. Peace. All right, we got a call up on the 313-595. Peace, welcome to Know the Ledge. Peace, peace and love, family. Thanks for taking the call. Hey, hey, check it out, man. I, I kind of um, I want to get back to that, well, the N-word, I would say. And when I say the N-word, I mean the word is used with the A at the end. It's kind of like when they say, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I don't use either word, you know what I'm saying, but I'm okay. not offended by the one with the A at the end. Whereas the one with the R at the end to get a person head cracked wide open, real talk. But uh, not because I'm tough, but because I know the history of the word. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, I don't appreciate it. But my point is, when we um <clears throat> back in the '80s and the '90s, when they put that word on wax, and this is the beauty of it to some degree, is how we take the word like, "Oh man, you stupid." We say we say that to one of our homies. We don't we ain't disrespecting him. We mean he's a really funny dude, right? Yeah. So check it. When they I'll put please. it on wax, yeah, when they put it on wax, that word went worldwide. And like my man was saying earlier, other cultures use that word amongst themselves. Now, out of respect, a lot of them don't use it around us or toward us in all actuality. You know what I'm saying? But I see that word as a as our fulfillment of the black power movement with the English language that our parents was rocking in. You know what I'm saying? And and I think where where the um where the where the twist came in at was when I think it was the NAACP and then all these radio hosts start talking about well we got to stop using the N word well when, right. every time I hear a hip hop album I don't listen to this stuff today too much but when I hear a rapper say the N word I'm hearing with the A on the end you know what I mean the N word. Right. For popular society has become synonymous with the R on the end, but from my point of view and in my culture, I know we don't mean no malice when we say nigga, none at all. You know what I'm saying? Just you know, just my thoughts on it. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, yeah. Good looking out, fam. Thanks for uh, taking my car, man. We Peace and love. Appreciate the input. You know what I'm saying? Well, definitely oh, yeah. appreciate no doubt, the fam. input. You know, look forward to seeing you brothers here in Detroit. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we'll be there. Absolutely, make weeks. that announcement. The Steam Conference, you know, is coming. Family, November twentieth. Is it twentieth or the twenty-first? It's both days. It's okay. the twentieth and the twenty-first in Detroit. We're going to be at the Steam Conference. Detroit, Michigan. Detroit, Michigan. We're going to be in the building. No doubt, no doubt. Yeah. Be there or get left behind. <laughs> yes, indeed. You know, already. We will yes, be sir. doing uh, a promotional show for that upcoming event very shortly. And, um, yeah, I, I think that uh, <laughs> I can't wait to uh, have this conversation with the general, Cyrus Rousseti, you know. Well, bet, bet. That's what's up, man. All right, all right. But all right, man. I'm gonna keep it moving, y'all. Y'all, y'all keep up the good work, man. 
Thank you, my brother. Peace. And die, brother. Peace. All right. All right, call it from the one 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 one. Peace. Welcome to another ledge. Peace. Collectively, 
we can get into, you know, sage in the crown before it's even cut. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah All of that always, necessary therapy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Inform yeah. them more about how to take care of their hair when they're just not in a barbershop and align it to just the way they live also in their daily walk of life. And, you know, it's like I, I get birds out like that, you know, to make it relative. The sisters got the natural hair movement. I don't know if there's a organic Dax out there, you know, for the brothers that's trying to get their ways, you know what I'm saying? Because that's uh, right, good right. they put in their head. So is there a yeah, natural form that, of way to do that? Yeah, that's that uh, shea butter, man. That shea butter get down like that. A lot of people don't know about that. Yeah, that has See? uh, uh the healing, yeah. I, I'm, you know, I'm up in my game on all the herbs. That's what I've been doing the past few years and stuff. So, yeah, and, and bringing it into it. Stuff. So, you know, I'm already in winter. You know how to color coordinate and whatnot. So this is also the healing. Like I say, I, I call myself the metaphor, man. It's beyond. So, uh, and I'm getting into a spot. It's already a cultural, diverse center. So, you know, that alone is just like. I've been having visions of this lately, just I've been having visions of 
lecture halls with like 600 people and just the mic is open with a stenographer, a recorder on the stage, just, you know, people coming to the mic saying, this is what I do, these are my strengths, these are my talents, these are my skills, this is what I got to offer, everything being recorded, you know what I'm saying? Wow. Um, that person being, you know, doing a little uh, video bio, you know, all of all of all that, that being documented, look, we're gonna, you know what I mean, exactly. categorized, look, look, look. so... Let's finish that conversation and I'll follow up. Family, catch us on Friday, 9 p.m. We're going to be going in, continuing the conversation. We're going to leave you with some music tonight, all right, from the brother uh, Jack Black out of Flatbush, Flatbush, BK Stand Up, all right? Peace And the show is sponsored by kingscounty.bigcartel.com, mypowerpieces.com. Yeah. Uh-huh. Let's go. Yeah. Open your eyes. If you look really hard, you can clearly see. Ain't nothing really changed. Everything's still the same except the minds are weak. But we gon' keep this fight going. I'm a rider, all knowing. Get strength to be heroic and fix whatever's broken the world. Gotta notice that we're dealing with opponents who know they were the closest thing to God. They've been trying to get rid of me. They still give us iniquity, disregard our history, and my story is misery. Castrated, hung, shot, and bitten by dogs. It's written on walls. I wasn't also king of them all. Think like the resistance. Nat turn to Denmark, Vixie with a vengeance. Ready to end shit while I'm looking for equality. Racism follows me. Slaves started these companies. Now they want to give apologies. It bothers me. Churches won't fight because of their policies. Tax free robbery. Government sodomy. Look where our ways went. Sharks is an agent. Jesse was taking payments. Crack was sported by Reagan. A holidays of pagan. Involved in gaming. With God's creation and our talents are being wasted. Caught up in the matrix. Your body's like the slave ship. While our minds take trips. I can't take this. I hate it. Open your eyes, if you look really hard, you can clearly see Ain't nothing really changed, everything's still the same Except the minds are weak But we gon' keep this fight going I'm a rider, all knowing Give strength to be heroic and fix whatever's broken the world Gotta notice that we're dealing with opponents who know That we're the closest thing to God They've been trying to get rid of us Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.